the next 8-4 Play Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Gamages McDonald, with you for the first, last, only, best podcast yeah. about Japan and games and Japanese games. It's true. With me, bearded, wearing short sleeves, JJ Buffoon. And shorts. Epperson. What? And shorts. Yeah. Uh, how you what, doing? What, what, what was that? JJ Buffoon Epperson. Why Why am I wow. Buffoon? Because it rhymes with Splatoon. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. That's, okay. that's as close as you got. <laughs> okay. That's as close as I got. We're going to talk about Splatoon. Yay. We're going to talk about... Uh, say it was Emilio, Emilio Estevez. Maybe... Uh, Squid, Squidilio Estevez? I don't know. Squidilio uh, Estevez? Okay. Yeah, there are, I think, uh, yeah. Hopefully they did better with the puns in the actual game. Sure. I saw I saw a few ones. That Squid's pretty good, hard but, to uh, work in there. They did a pretty good job, though. I don't know if you've been following the uh, the screenshots and stuff they've been releasing. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, I've been trying to black out all media. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you're like that about it. All right, yeah. well, here, before we get too much into it, let's uh, introduce everybody else, including our special guest, uh, who we will not introduce yet, uh, and Caddy, Caddy Corner from JJ. That is Roy Golden Boy Blakely. Golden, uh, okay, just Golden back Boy. from his luxurious Golden Week uh, yeah. holiday. Mm-hmm, Mom mm-hmm. was in town. Yes, traveled around. Yes, Nagano. Yes. Uh, where else did you guys go? Owl Cafe. Was that before owl? that? What cafe? What? Did an, you owl, go to an owl cafe? No, I didn't. I went to What's Studio the, uh, the Ghibli Museum. Okay, that was really cool. That was probably one of the highlights. Yeah. Um, what else do you guys do? This is your mom's first time in Japan? Yeah, yeah. What did you think? She really liked it. Um, some things were an adjustment for her, just because she's, you know, she's she's older, so she's used to yes. American life. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't used to so much walking and, like, yes. trains and stuff. Yep. And, like, she didn't want to get to know the train systems at all, which was, like, meant <laughs> was so much more work for me. Like, right. I always had to pick her up and stuff, so that was... It was exhausting. Right. It's, it's always exhausting yeah. to be a tour guide, which I've heard you guys talk about it, and I've always been like, I don't know what the big deal is, but now... Yeah. Now you know. Mm-hmm. You need a vacation for your vacation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yes. You said it. Yeah. You said it, JJ. How old are you again? I'm 30. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Two, um, 32. 32. But, uh, but you guys had a good time. Yeah. Um, you got to show her some of the sights, mm-hmm. the food. A lot she, of food. She must have left with some good things. Like, was she like, oh, the bath, I, I love the bath, or the toilets, or any of the standbys where... Um, it's like oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a washlet when I get back. She well when she got home she was like oh I lost weight and and it's she was really happy because you can eat healthy here okay. pretty pretty regularly mm-hmm. so I think that was a big thing yeah. that and plus all the walking around um, but you know she was in like a pretty Western style hotel so they they didn't have like um, a traditional kind the whole of bath thing yeah um, yeah Cento that sucks whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. well, that's cool. That's cool. She had a good time. Yeah. Golden Week, you want to explain real quick for people that don't know what Golden Week is here? You know, I don't think I understand Golden Week, to be honest. <laughs> it's <laughs> like three days week. or something, It's actually. Golden Extended Weekend. Yeah. Let's call it what it is. It's a yeah. clump of, of uh, holidays that are celebrated, like, yeah. throughout the country. Mm-hmm. There's, like, Ocean that Day, happen to fall. Green Day, uh, Children's, Children's Day. Children's Day. Mm. Our Children's Day, we took Haruki to the mall. We bought him a, a, a Power Ranger toy. Yep. <laughs> I think the term comes from like the movie, the movie industry, right? They coined the term because like that's the best time to release a movie because uh, there's uh, so many people that are off that'll go see it. Whoa, really? That's what I read somewhere in my research. It, it's actually movies. so in uh, in Japanese TV they call s- the time between seven o'clock and nine o'clock golden, golden time. time. Yeah, uh. like prime time basically. So yeah, I guess golden. That makes sense. Well, so so there are four holidays. Is it total? 
And one is, they're separated by a week. So this year, it was, is it every year? One was on a Wednesday, and yeah. then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the following week. And so a lot of people will just... Technically Saturday as well. Technically um, Saturday but, was as yeah. well. So a lot of people will just take off the days in between those two holidays, or just take the two days off afterwards yeah. and basically make it like a contiguous week. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, you see like GW ever listed everywhere yep. in, in Japan, which was really confusing um, <laughs> for a while. If you're a big bush fan. To me, but um, <laughs> no. Uh, but then that's the, all kinds of sales and promotions and whatever things are happening. Because basically, yeah, the entire, uh, the entire country is off for those days yeah. uh including some of us but uh, some of us especially john really had to work pretty much through yeah. the entire thing because of poor john his super special project which he is off on right now yes. so he will not mm. be joining us um for the next two months that's right actually wow. yeah for the mm. next two solid months so maybe when i'm out there for e3 maybe we can record something yeah that would be fun you always um, threaten to do that to check in I, we did it one year yeah we did it one year <laughs> that was not, <laughs> and that was an adventure yeah trust me on my side yeah it was very much an adventure but uh we'll see we'll see what happens um filling in for john uh at least this week that is toma uh unibro ribal unibro unibro yes oh. this is actually uh, this is my story but basically uh a couple weeks ago I went shopping uh, at uh, our local mall, and I first went to Uniqlo, and I picked out all these clothes, and I went in to try them on, and as I was trying them on, I'm like, Thomas has this shirt. <laughs> Wait, he's got all of these shirts. <laughs> and then, like, I, so, and, and I put them all back, and then I went to Uniqlo maybe last week, and I walked in there, and I was like, did Thomas buy all of a Uniqlo? Because <laughs> JJ can now not buy anything yeah. at Uniqlo because he's so, petrified he's going to walk in and be wearing the same yeah. thing that you are that would be one awesome. day. And and so I, I did manage to buy some things that I know Thomas doesn't own. So okay. for now he doesn't own them yet, or at least colors. You could buy colors that you don't own. But I mean Uniqlo is pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty good stuff. Well, I mean it's not very expensive, and yes. you know I didn't have any summer clothes, so I was like, right. well, yeah. I need shorts, right. I need polos because I like polos, <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, well. I'm going to buy three photos, two shorts, and here we go. So yeah. Yes. So is now Uniqlo in New York and in San yeah. Francisco? I want to say even yeah. in Paris. There oh, okay. Wow. Uniqlo is a worldwide brand now. Mm. Big deal. Well, um, and finally, uh, rounding out the cast, save our special guest. That is uh, rounding out our our regulars, uh, shall we say. That is uh, Sarah Frady Cat Pazorski. Frady Cat? Oh, what did right. I do? Uh, you went to I a mean, cat cafe and all the cats were afraid of you. Yeah. Is what I was told. Oh. Yes. It's like I, w- I went to the cafe story. and I don't know what I was expecting. But this is your first cat cafe experience? Yes, this is my first cat cafe experience. Let me ask you, as somebody... Roy, did you do that when your mom was here? No. Okay. No. As somebody with visiting family members, who some of whom are probably interested in doing this kind of thing... Mm. Uh, before you tell your whole story, mm-hmm. just short answer, yes or no. Recommended, not recommended. Mm, I want to say, if you're going to go to a, an animal-themed cafe, yeah. go to, like, the Owl Cafe. Okay, that's the new hotness right now. Go to, like, don't go to the Cat Cafe, because mm-hmm. it's super hit or miss. Sometimes okay. And you're not just like, saying this because you're bitter because the cats all hate no, you. No, it's like, I, I had a good time, uh-huh. but honestly, it just... 
it didn't fulfill anything for me. Like what I, happened? I was stressed out the entire time I was there <laughs> because I wanted to pet all these cats. Yeah. And there were so many cats. There were cats everywhere. Right. And they were all like kind of the rare cats, like Maine Coon, Scottish Fold. Whoa. None of them were like your run of the mill, like tabby cats. Fancy and cats. Yeah. When you went when you approached one, yeah. it would look at you and walk away. Stuck up. And when they walked cats. near you, they That's purposely walked yeah. around you just out of your reach so you couldn't touch them. I think they're so big. And when <laughs> you did touch them, yeah. like you got no reaction. Really? Right? No reaction. Like these cats have been like petted so many times. They're so spoiled. There's literally there's no no reaction. Wow. And they don't play with they give you toys. They don't play with the toys. Wow. They're like they fuck this. I don't pretty need much just, yeah. sound kind of depressed. Yeah. I mean, like the shell shocked or something. The cats are very well taken care of. Now you're saying this wasn't just you, but you would observe other people and the yeah. cats' behavior towards everyone. Yeah. It was just kind of like aloof, uh, standoffish. They didn't really didn't really. They, cats were not putting out. Mm, no, yeah. they were not putting out. So I was put firmly into the friend zone. I, I understand. <laughs> I was sitting there and I was like, holy shit, I understand how men feel. Because I want these wow. cats to like me. Yeah. But should I approach them, you know they will leave. <laughs> so you're sitting there like thinking of ways to impress these cats enough so they won't leave you. Are you saying that women don't feel that way towards men? No, I don't feel that way. <laughs> Maybe it's just you. It, I think that is. I think there's some universal human truths but, but being touched on here. The the cats would come to you though, right? Eventually, yes. If, 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 you, if you bought the you treats, you look so needy. Yeah. I know. If I didn't look so damn needy, because if you you have the toy and you're were like, you wearing uh, a fedora uh, at the time, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Did then, you call them the ladies? <laughs> people started buying like treats. Yeah. And at Maybe first, no one was game. buying treats, so it was cool. Like we were all on equal footing. Right. We could all pet the cats. Right. But then. They started buying treats, and one like one person bought them, and then everyone started buying them because the yeah. cats do come near you for the treats. Just doing line, putting lines of catnip. Down yeah, on it's there. pretty much what it is. Okay. Yeah. So, and then I was thinking, like, this is a really good example of how men with money yep. get more women than it's men without like a, money. It's kind of like a strip club. I told you that when I first. Yeah. I was like, I felt like I was at a strip club, yeah, but, with, but cats. with cats. Wow. Okay, but you didn't like shell out for the no, the cat I wouldn't club do experience it. No. of the, the champagne room. <laughs> no, you didn't get a See, I came a with a coupon a for a free drink. Yeah. I had a free drink coupon. Yeah, so I was like cheap in it. Was the was the <laughs> the other than the cats, which mm-hmm. admittedly is a big part of the enjoyment of a cat cafe. Mm-hmm. How was the experience? I think it was like pretty good. Yeah. Like I got my drink. Yeah. I got to just like relax. The people were friendly. Yeah, the it was, staff it was, was friendly. It was really it clean. Was, it did not it nice smell. It didn't smell like cats? it did. They had air fresheners and like air that purifiers. It's amazing. All over the place. Was there like seven where you walked in and it was yeah. all air purifiers? And just the entire like, ceiling. Literally, the dirtier side is that the cats. Yeah. Like, would if they started throwing up, basically, someone would run in, grab them, and take them out. You saw this happen. I saw wow. this happen. Twice. Wow. Yes. Same the thing dark, happens in Disneyland. The, and the, the cats are like very well trained. Yeah. And I saw the cats get into like a little a little kerfuffle over some treats. Mm. And the women come in and they grab the cats and yeah. they stare them in the face. And they disappear. Whoa. And they the reprimand never, them. Never to be seen like, again. They'll just like stare them down basically. Okay. Oh, wow. They've trained them with their mm-hmm. minds. Yeah. That's why they're okay. Wow. That's that's a that's a. <laughs> 
more than I would have uh, thought mm-hmm. was, was going on in that uh, cat cafe. But speaking of cat cafes, our, our special guest, <laughs> we found, we rescued a stray from off the streets. Uh, we have him in a home in Kyoto. We're told he's doing well there. Um, but we thought we'd welcome him back on the podcast yeah. here for old time's sake anyway. Uh, that is Jake Screenpass Kazdal. Screenpass? Welcome back to the show. How, How are do? you doing? 17-bit do? honcho. Ex Sega, a friend of the show. Long week, long week in Tokyo. Long 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 week week in Tokyo. Drinking some some stiff chew highs here. Screen pass is because within five minutes of walking in my apartment, you tried to pass through a solid screen. (laughs) (laughs) It was dark. It was very hard to see. Yes. So, and just by way of explanation for people who don't know Jake, haven't listened to this show before, he is typically called Hurricane Jake because um, he basically like just kind of. Is a whirlwind of activity and destruction, <laughs> and just blows through town and then leaves. And you're like, "I right, what just happened? Uh, like, we had a good time, but um, like this vase is destroyed, or you know, I don't know. Lots of lots of different stuff. One man but, party, but yes. Um, but I was very happy. The screen door is. You didn't go through the screen door. <laughs> I stopped. I bounced back you. pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which you're a big something guy. was wrong. You know, yeah. I, got the, I got the you signal quickly it somehow. Yeah, <laughs> my cat-like reflexes. So you were in town um, for two reasons, right? Uh, one reason is uh, you just had your meeting today, but you meet regularly with Gung Ho. You guys announced that you are partnered with Gung Ho, 17-bit Gung Ho. Yep, yep. Right in the left. Boom, boom. Uppercut. I don't know. Interesting Body stuff. Body yeah, nothing to announce exactly what we're doing yet, but yep. uh, super interesting stuff. And, uh, you know, it's cool hanging out with him. And, yep. Um, you Those know, guys are Puzzle and Dragon guys, guys yeah, people yeah, that yeah. don't yes. know, um, which is the big thing going here uh, in Japan. So. Still. Um, and then the other reason that you're here was uh, Tokyo Indie Fest. Yep, the which inaugural was, Tokyo yeah, Indie Fest. very yep. first one uh, put on by some friends of ours. Um, and a lot of friends of ours were there. A lot of friends. At the show. So let's talk about that. That was in Akihabara... Last weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? Friday was a business day. Saturday, Sunday was open to the public. Um, kind of like a Bit Summit size, probably like the first year of Bit Summit, maybe a little bit bigger, but like um, kind of like an older, smaller indie fest kind of vibe. To it, it feels like the indie mega booth kind of yeah. earlier on. Yeah, a little bit smaller than that, mm. but it was it was good. It was a yeah. really good crowd. It was a good location. Uh, it wasn't Very too, good location, right near Akihabara Station. Yeah, big, airy, nice. You know, there's plenty of space in there. Everything yeah. was set up real nice, um, and it was, you know, it was just, yeah, it was a good feeling, good show. Not too crazy. I was kind of expecting more people, but there weren't too little people. Like it was right. just right. It was nice. It was like a good level of, of crowd control. Were there was, were there a lot of like kids and stuff there? Or was it all mostly just kind of? I don't know that adult? I saw a single child. Oh, huh. did you, how many okay. body pillows did you see over the course <laughs> yeah. of the weekend? <laughs> It is in Akihabara. It is in Akihabara. Akihabara is um, going more and more kind of that way. way. I don't know if you noticed while you were there. Life-size pillow? Way? Yeah, body pillow, yeah. Just, yeah. No, I, I didn't see any. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. All right. I'm, how many, I'm kind of uh, sad grown, now. <laughs> how many grown men wearing uh, schoolgirl uniforms on their... There were quite a, schoolgirl uniforms. Yeah, there was Wait. quite a few uh, full-grown men uh, dressed as schoolgirls. Did okay. you see any of the like love livers that have, like, the millions of pins on their oh, bags? Oh, I see that all the time Yes. Now. Wow. Yeah. What? I know. What is it? So Love Live is this, this anime about this girl idol group, and the fans are like completely and totally rabid. And okay. what they do is they'll take a pin, like you know, like a badge or whatever. Yeah. And they'll take the exact same one, and they'll have like thirty or forty of them just 
plastered all over themselves. And that's of like, like, on, their character, yeah, on their clothes, on, on their clothes, on their bags. The guy had a yeah. cape that I saw. Uh, yeah, capes. Like, a was, character from the show. A character from the show. Just the same, same character. pin, yeah. not even like... Yeah. A, yeah, not even different pins. It's the same one over and over again. It's and this same. is how they show their love for their mm-hmm. character. See, I saw I that, that, I didn't realize well. what I was witnessing yeah, at the exactly. time. I didn't realize I was making history Is there here. a character in, in the show that It's a group. It's an idol group. No, I know, but why? No, no, no. I think it was just a trend that some guy started and everybody started to copy it. It's a strange place. Japan's a strange place on a good day, and Akihabara is a strange, dark place. What other what other interesting stuff did you see? The guy in the yellow bodysuit with the pile of shit on his head? On his head, yeah, he was pretty, uh, pretty festive. Um, <laughs> is there a poop game that he's yes, repping? he was running around showing off his poop game. So what, it's, it's a bunch of turds. Poop game. That, I mean, it was like decent art. It was like a real production team. Yeah. And uh, the two turds run from the ra- from like a like a race, you know, like a running sure. race. Sure. So the two turds take off and they're like sliding down towards the the end, and you what have to like, do? I guess from what I could perceive, you yeah. you hold down when you want to start braking. Like, it goes at full speed until you start braking, and it takes a while to brake. Yeah. So whoever gets closest to the finish line without actually going over it wins. Okay. So it's kind of like Very simple poop chicken. Then, yeah. Okay, poop chicken. Poop chicken. <laughs> Original title. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else, what else did you see? Um, did you see this game called Long Take? It's like a... Uh, I thought this was interesting. It was a... I think it was for tablets and PC, but it was a platform game where you are the cameraman. Basically, hmm. and so it's a two D side scrolling platformer where you're not controlling the person running and jumping, but you're controlling the camera, trying to follow the character through the game. Hmm. No, um, and uh, I'm sure you can find stuff online. That was that was kind of interesting. Um, did you see Deserter Simulator? The uh, the game. It's like a first. I think it's a first person game. It might have been third person. <laughs> but was it was it like on a motorcycle? Yeah, like really weird physics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. trying to like. Desert, run away from the war. I, I guess think, so. Is yeah. kind of the interesting ah. part. I thought of it. It's Did like, you play it? Deserter. I didn't no, play yeah. it. I it was a. Play it. it was a weird game. Yeah, it's it an interesting was, it was idea. Like super squirrely motorcycle that just like crashes immediately. Yeah. And I was like, what am I trying to do here? They're like, just <laughs> go as long as you can. I was like, okay. is it like a clops sort of desert? deal? You're trying to desert. Where it's like, like it's like. like it's like hard to control on purpose. You know, you're like like if you make it around one turn, like you are oh, the winner, like, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty crazy. Dad and they were all like, all these dudes were like around watching me, and I was like, okay, <laughs> smash. Uh, what else did you see? Tell me, tell me what else. Uh, so there was like sort of the uh, the Gaijin Cabal going on, yeah. you know. So yep. there was like yeah. the indie stuff, like uh, Hawkins Pixel Pirate was a lot of fun. Cute. Friend of the show, Hawkins King, um, making a eight bits called Bits of Eight. Bits of eight, pixel pirate. Bits yeah. of eight. Yep, I love yeah. that. I love that title. It's like an NES it's, it's style. Pretty yeah, it's pretty cute. Well, yeah, it's pretty well done. It's a Good small controls. little demo. Yeah, but it's it's well done. Looks and very I, early I hope they still, keep up with but, it. Yeah, but yeah. So. And he made me buy a collector's cup. So oh, well there. So you I go. have the mug. Okay. I have the limited edition <laughs> 2015 Tokyo Indies Fest nice pixel pirate cup of which there were only 30 made, and that's he sold, I be, believe, two. One to me. So total collector's item. That's total score. You'll have uh, last on that one. Uh, Ojido was there with Downwell. Yes. Uh, so he's a I want to play that game Australian so bad. Japanese guy. Yeah, his game is pretty pretty cute, pretty clever. That game looks so super uh, rad. Alvin, Alvin Fu was there with, his, of the show. with his stuff. Um, his stuff is always looking good. Uh, who else did I know there? He was uh, showing Wanyan Slash 2.0, which and, we talked about before on the show. Yeah, Black, Legend Black, Legend Black, Legend Le- Black Legend on Steam. Black Legend DX, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is the Steam version of that, which uh, folks should check out if they mm. haven't already. Um, who else did I know there? I met, uh, oh boy, what's his name? Mark. Mark Fleury from Korea, 
who had this game Thumper that ended up winning the best. Uh, oh my sound. god, that game looks so amazing! It's pretty cool. It sounds really good. I it, played it at um, I had played it at uh, Bit Summit, yeah. so I knew the sound was really good. And it was funny because when they were announcing the winners, as soon as they said best sound design, I was like, I bet you Thumper is going to get it, and he did. Yeah, the graphics uh-huh. in that are just amazing. It's it nice. Looks it looks very really nice. like it looks like seventies sci-fi kind horror, of like futuristic, scary. I don't know, man. It's like a weird pinball game come to life. Well, it looks a lot like, uh, God, what I'm totally blank. Dyad. It looks a lot yeah. like Dyad in uh, in some ways. But yeah. a lot more physical, and there's stuff. a lot of weight to it. Like it's yeah. a very physical kind of heavy, right? Game. But it's kind the, of like a tempesty really kind of going yeah, down yeah, yeah. A, a tube yeah. kind of thing. And I, I don't know all about the gameplay, but there's a really well done trailer that people should check out. Definitely. Um, that they can do. Somebody else won an award. Who else won what at the... Uh, yes. Um, at, those, at those awards. At those <laughs> who Tokyo else won? Uh, there was a bunch of people that won. And, uh, so Mark won one. Yeah. Uh, this guy, Tamuro-san, who works at Grounding, won one for his okay. VR thing. Oh, for oh. his VR thing? What yeah. was the VR thing? It's like a old Japanese schoolhouse. Okay, yeah, right. I saw that. I wanted to see it really bad, and then I didn't want to put on... Uh, Oculus Rift that had been worn by 5,000 <laughs> Akihabara knights. Right. Uh, yeah, so I, I didn't want to get pink eyes, so I decided to wait. <laughs> and I asked him if he could give me the demo so I could play it on my DK2, and he's like, no, this is only for DK1. So what, only for DK one. Yeah, Why? I don't even know how that's well, possible. And it didn't look that I what I saw didn't look so much as like a game, just as like a it's like a really concept amb- environment. Ambient kind of thing. is you yeah. know, the ambience of walking around this old like nineteen forty five, nineteen fifty Japanese schoolhouse. Oh, it's that old. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's supposed to be like really get, old. Okay. I, I wish that I had kind of taken a closer look at it now. Yeah. Turns out the guy not only uh works for my old friend Minako, who uh, runs Grounding Studios. Yeah. We worked together at Sega back in the day with my old senpai Hotasan and a bunch of my friends over there. Um, he's also working with uh, Yamachan. They were doing one of their secret projects together. No kidding. Yeah. So like hmm. friend of the show. Yeah. So that was like a, a random Yamaha. thing. Also, other random thing. That guy Mark. Uh, we were drinking at the Twitch party that night. Yep. And he's. I was like, so you live in Korea? He's like, yeah, it's cool, great. I'm like, okay, cool, Korea. Um, I have my friend Pete lives in Korea. He's like, oh, Pete Van Dyke. <laughs> I was like, yes, okay. That's weird. Like, I know one country. person in Korea. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally the one his guy. first name. That is literally crazy. the same guy. Yeah. Korea, I mean, Korea is even smaller than J- Japan. I'm sure, like, the. He the, is a white dude that's in the games industry. The expat so community. The expat can, community. Yeah. It is more limited, but still. But still. Like, the odds that you're just like, oh, you live in Korea. Oh, one of my friends lives in Korea. Oh, really? What's his name? Oh. <laughs> Pete, yeah, Pete. I mean, that, yeah, that's that's just kind of crazy. That's one of those things where you sit there and take a minute and just be like, I, what the fuck? That was really that just yeah. happened. That was a weird. So, no, okay, that's cool. Awards. Nobody else won anything cool. So there so was let's this. Talk about <laughs> what games we played. <laughs> yes, Splatoon is really this good. Week. Yes, Splatoon is awesome, right? Wait, wait, some awards. But wait, there's more. Oh, oh wait, there's more. Yeah, actually, uh, very pleased to announce that uh, <laughs> we uh, Galaxy was actually my game, the game that I'm Never directing uh, from a little studio, a little quaint, little cute little studio based in Kyoto in Seattle. Uh, Galaxy won best game design of the show, so that was a, a huge thing. Uh, first, actually, thing I've ever taken home. That, you're you know, number one for this game. For this game, because Skulls of Shogun won. Won a bunch of awards, but I never awards. got like a. Oh, you didn't get like the crystal like a, thing. Yeah, the crystal thing. Oh, nice. It's All got right. the stuff in it that'll sit there forever. All the paper things I have will fade into dust. That's in true. time. But okay. this thing will list, will stand forever. Have you yeah. decided where you're going to put your? I'm just going to sleep with it. Crystal right. obelisk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I won't ask. No, we'll keep, keep it. We'll keep it. We'll keep it in the studio somewhere. Um, it's already clear, so I'm assuming it's pretty safe to hang out in the sun. I don't know. Maybe it'll like burn the place down with it. I don't think you want to put that out in the I sun. I don't know. <laughs> you got to start your award shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah no, I'm, like, I'm planning on having like yeah a bunch in, in time. So, yeah. 
So we're Speaking of that, that game, Galaxy, what's going on with that? You guys yeah. are working on that? So Galaxy, uh, the crowds are heating up. People are starting to, to get a little antsy. Coming um, for PS4 coming and Coming for PS4 and PC, awesome. and it's, it's coming soon. You heard it here, I swear to God. We are literally <laughs> in like the freak out of like, okay, we've got a couple weeks left of, of polish and bug fixing. Like, What's going to start getting snipped and it's not going to take you know that last round of polish there's a couple things that aren't going to make you know through the full polish ringer but it's it's quite polished quite tuned cool quite balanced we're doing a lot of optimizations on performance and stuff right now and just some last kind of final like some enemies are a little crazy right now still a little overpowered so we're tuning some of them down good deal but it will be coming soon and we're not going to announce a release date until it's locked in stone but we're like kind of negotiating the literal day right now so as soon as we have one uh, I will be making an announcement, and uh, we are super looking forward to getting that out the door and As getting people's we. hands. Yeah, it, yeah. it was really well received. You know, I haven't. You have people like playing it now and getting yeah. like you're in that phase of it where it's yeah. a game. People are coming into the studio for like five to eight hours at a stretch and wow. playing through the first couple seasons, and you know, going from zero to hero and like watching that is really interesting for us. You know, to watch where they're getting hung up on stuff and right. what they're understanding that I thought was maybe a little obtuse. Um, it's been really good. So just for sort of a difficulty ramp up and. Yeah. You know, it's not a game for for non like, action gamers. Like, it's right. definitely a very demanding sort of game. Mm. Right. Um, but watching people get really good at it, start kicking ass at it. John Johannes uh, from uh, you know Mikami Studio came yeah, down. Front of the show. He was on vacation. Game works. And he came in and played it, and he was just killing it, man. I've never seen anybody just kind of like he's good. That guy didn't he's a gamer, play a game gamer. unless he got a platinum on it for like three years, I think. And That's he, crazy. He was actually avoiding games because of like oh, if I can't get a platinum on, it, I'm not even going to start. Yeah, he's a little nuts, but he, he's a little nuts. He was a, he's quite the gamer, and I was he quite is. impressed with the the level of skills he was able to develop over just one yeah. sort of sitting. So for people who don't know, he also we've talked about him before on the show. He's been on the show before, but he uh, actually Has he? yeah he was actually um, I think our Vita. Uh, oh, the one I was I was in America during that one. Okay. But um, but he also um, uh, headed up the uh, last two DLCs. That's right. For I'm trying to think what they called the conspiracy and the, the assignment. The assignment. And, uh, and then was the other one the conspiracy? The consequence. The consequence. That's right. Um, so I need to play the consequence, but I did really like the assignment. So because I want to play that and then play through it again with him for the, the evil within. You the forgot the that part. Yeah. That's right for the evil within. Um, so um, that's cool. So any anything else from Tokyo Indies? So Twitch streamed there, which is pretty. Twitch cool. streamed with uh, Man, Man versus, versus Game. game. He came was out. super into it. That, that was, was a lot of fun. Cool. Um, you know, I got to meet a lot of cool people. I met a lot of people from Xbox Japan that I hadn't met before. Um, we're sort of uh, Chris Charlo was out. Chris Charlo was there, a good friend that of ours cool. uh, from Seattle, who was uh, head of ID at Xbox. So I got to hang out with him. Xbox actually helped uh, fund this yeah. wow. Tokyo wow. Indies. Yeah, it was nice. Others. We have a um, you know as we're sort of transitioning transitioning yes uh, from <laughs> Seattle Studio to more and more uh, being focused on a fully Kyoto Studio yeah um, we are sort of I guess a Japanese indie now so we have a new account manager that we're working with at Sony <coughs> Japan uh, Itosan who is awesome so he just totally hooked us up I had never met him before this week and we spent a bunch of time together and he's just a real rock star he brought me on last night to uh, do my first Japanese live stream of the game for the, oh, right, yeah. the official PlayStation uh, streaming so. Do they do a stream every week? Was that part of a indie stream that they do? Like uh, I believe thing? it's a regular thing, okay. and this was kind of themed largely around indies and sort of the rise of the yeah. indies. You know, yeah. really interesting kind of side note. Um, you know, something about our studio. We're kind of a pretty typical American scale uh, indie studio. We're nine guys, with three guys in Kyoto. Um, I'm, I kind of run, you know, the creative and the art, and then my. Uh, studio director Raj sort of runs the business development and a lot of that stuff from the Seattle studio. So we've got six guys in Seattle, three in in, in Kyoto. Mm-hmm. It's pretty average size for kind of an upper you know upper scale uh, 
indie studio. Right. And I, I've never heard the term... Uh, basically, I had like five Japanese people individually be like, well, they played the game, they're like, well, you're not indie. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about this, yeah. yeah. But what? when they say it, they mean it in a different way than the whole, well, you're I think not the, indie in America. Right, no, I think the Japanese... The concept of indie is the doujin thing. It's like uh, some yeah. dude, uh, yeah. you know, stealing art. Like literally one or maybe two people yeah. or maybe a circle, like quote-unquote a circle, like a club. But it's not really meant for distribution. It's not really meant yeah. for – it's not like a, like a job. It's like a right. hobby. No. It's exactly. made, made for like komiket and small shops in Akihabara and that's it. And so sometimes it's even like looked down upon to try to like – so, I mean, sometimes they use characters. They all use, like, these characters. You think of them as kind of like licensed characters, but there's no license. You just, it's a, a group of characters that everybody to- uses. The Toho license. For example, yeah. And, but you, that precludes you from then selling your game. And right. that's actually changing, I think, now. Yeah. But it, the whole idea is, like, we're just doing this for fun, and it's almost anti hey, how are we going to make money on this thing? But I thought it was really, really interesting because. I, there was you did see a lot of the Western guys who were there who have been part of or watching at least kind of the indie revolution that's happened last like seven eight years in the West, and their games are I think safe to say like farther ahead whatever the genre or whatever just more developed more polished looking right um, well, better better grasp the, you know using a lot of outside tools um, yeah they got a lot of support from the community like the yeah, union community and stuff is the really you know, community or big, whatever you know, people want to sell their games like they're actually talking distributors you know they're trying to get on steam they're trying yeah. to get on ios or whatever but i would say more like more uh established games like the 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 more <coughs> weirder interesting stuff i think was coming that i saw was coming from these like one two man things but at the same time it was like this doesn't look like uh like there's no artwork here there's no like uh hook to how you're going to sell this thing like you have this like great potential here but it's like you know it's really just like the japanese indies still and we've seen this you know with bit summit and stuff and god bless bit summit and and shows like this because they're huge in helping japan you know the japanese indies kind of right. step out of the primordial soup but there is no denying i think when you see something like this that it's like okay we need more stuff like this because guys are just learning and seeing each other's games and becoming kind of a community where they can get exposed to this and the kind of learning and like, oh, wait, really? Wait, you're leading on Steam and you're selling on Steam first and you sell for how much and you do this and how are you getting publicity and wait, what's Twitch TV? You know, Twitch was there streaming. Who's man versus game? Like, all that kind of stuff is great and super necessary. Mm. And I, I want to see the same, uh, these really kind of, you know, quote unquote crazy ideas be developed more and, you know, and, um, for lack of a better word, polished more. I mean, basically given a chance to be able to be like a viable product that people will actually buy and not just something, you know, in the equivalent of like a shrink wrapped, uh, or not a shrink wrapped, but like a, uh, a Ziploc bag, you know, sold at, <laughs> At the comic right, market yeah. or Which whatever, is a thing that actually happens. Guys. Which is a thing Selling that happens. Games in I mean, plastic bags. They sell a lot. Don't get me wrong. They yeah. sell a lot. I mean, they sell like decent numbers, like tens of thousands at the at one weekend in Comic K. You can if you have like a a cool game or a game with characters that people really like or whatever. So it's not to be sneezed at, but it's like it's also like, hey, let's let's for people who want to make this a career and not just a hobby like uh, it'd be great for them to have a few examples of like yeah. guys who made it guys who did it but you know and there are a couple like you know you have your your la mulanas yeah. and um 
and your Carol Blasters and your like your outliers, but people need more friends who have done it and made well, it. Well, I think you're going to start seeing a real shift. And this is what Edison mentioned on the podcast last night. You're starting to see a real shift uh, in sort of the consciousness here. And the understanding that, you know, a lot of the American Indies, like me, you know, have a long-term development history. You know, I was in AAA right. for years and years and years. And then, so, my team is sort of largely made up of people who've left the the big-budget stuff and are moving on to these smaller projects where they can be much more nimble. They can apply their skill sets they've learned over the years, and they can do something kind of actually competitive, even at a really, you know, a fraction of the budget of a, of a bigger game. Right. Where you're starting to see that with the Japanese guys now. You know, with Inifunasan kind of leading the pack. Yeah. Um, Mighty Number no. 9 was there looking good. Uh, with Iga doing his Kickstarter now, like, Iga. I think you're going to start seeing... You're going to start seeing these, just the understanding that, hey, indie can be bigger than than this doji thing. It can be these guys that are pros, that are long time, you know, really talented developers, rolling off, getting outside of the big publisher system and sort of doing their own thing. And that also is indie, bro. You know? (laughs) It's baby steps, but they're getting there. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Let's hope so. Um, So, um, that said, uh, let's talk about. Game games. games. Games that are out already. Yes. Um, or not. And what of. people have been playing. Um, so, JJ. Yes. Splatoon. Splatoon. You tried the... Um, did you get up at four in the morning? Or no. what? That was that was uh, probably a Japan time one. There was a so there were there were three and two of them were, were decent. They were uh, they were uh, so they had like a I guess you could say like a beta test or it was like a server stress server stress test um, where they let slash demo right? slash demo yeah where they, also they want people to be able to play this game yeah yeah which but I think it, is really but smart. it was only available for that the the three times three one hour periods during the last weekend right. Um, and it was a worldwide thing, so American players, European, and Japanese players were all playing. So the times were That's a little cool. weird. But fortunately for Japan, it was like 12 in the afternoon and 8 o'clock at night right. for the first two. But the right. third one was at 4 in the morning. Okay. Which was yeah, they, basically they had at least one or two for each region, it yeah. seemed like, which is which is smart and cool. So And I played the, the first two, the eight, 12 o'clock and the 8 o'clock Okay. Ones. So you could download, only a couple days beforehand, you could download like the demo... They literally announced it the Thursday before the weekend right. of the thing. Yeah. yeah, which is really interesting how, like, the timelines for these Thursday at, like, 11 at night. Yeah. But it, it works, you know. It really oh, worked, yeah. and there was excitement, and it doesn't dissipate. Like, I think it was really smart, actually. There was, there was crazy buzz all over yeah. Twitter. And this this type of game, you really need to play for yourself, I, th- I feel like. Yeah. I haven't played it at last year's E3. Mm-hmm. I did not play the test, but I played it at last year's E3. Um, but as somebody who had only seen it, up until now, uh, right. what did you think? Oh, it like went way beyond my expectations. Really? I, I fucking love it. Nice, it's really? It's really, really good. Even without voice chat? Even without voice chat. <laughs> um, you know, it, I felt like, about uh, lack of voice chat. Which, to be honest, yeah. I gotta say, yeah. I don't see a reason to not include it as an option. Like, I think it should be optional. Right. I think Nintendo's online you. stuff is always a little bit weird. I agree with that. That said, I... To have the option to have voice chat on in Destiny, I never have it on. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I never <laughs> I use voice chat yeah. except when I play with my friends, and I pretty much only play multiplayer Destiny yeah. now with my friends. And I, I would really want to play Splatoon with my friends too. Yeah. And don't you think if you ended up playing this with your friends that you would end up skyping? Like yeah, I would. Play, I would probably Skype. Skype right? Yeah, but like the game is very fast and frantic. So like, yeah. if you're like, hey, there's a guy over here. By the time that happens, good point. Is there any True. way to like communicate to your teammates? Yeah, there are there are little buttons that you can press to okay. be like, come on, or like over uh, here. Like emotes. Okay. Yeah, or- and they'll show up on the screen and like. 
they'll follow where that person is on screen. But I feel like that's all you really need. It's for the so most fast. Part, and yeah. Might be. Yeah. For the most part, I think that's... you didn't that's, miss it, you're saying. I didn't miss it, no. But you were playing by yourself, but By still, myself, yeah. yeah. Okay. It, but, so, like, my experience of the whole thing was at the beginning, I was like, oh, man... Like the roller, that, so they yes, have several the different roller. weapans. Everybody said the rollers. Rollers. Like, okay, they have a, a sniper rifle and two different kinds of like uh, automatic pistols. Right. Um, and everybody's like, the roller is so strong. Oh my god! And like, it's funny because like that's how it started. And as the demos were going on, people started figuring out different yeah, strategies uh, and stuff like yep. that. Just like and, any competitive right. game. And then it was like, oh yeah, the roller's not that strong. And like people were figuring out, oh yeah, this game has verticality. You can go above people and just shoot from on top of perches that hmm. rollers can't get to. And uh. like, if you are a, like, there's stealth elements to the combat where like I, I was doing this thing where um, I would see a guy off in the distance and he'd be coming towards me and I would just go around a corner turn into a squid and yeah. just be there. Yeah. They'd run right past me, boom, they're dead. Or like I was in a... <laughs> pop up behind them and yeah, hit them in exactly. the back. Yeah, exactly. Or like there was ass. like a, a section with a whole bunch of boxes and stuff like that. And I, I was in there and there was another guy in there and we both saw each other and we didn't attack each other right out. So, But I turned into a squid and just kind of hung out for like a few seconds and the guy probably thought I left or something and he just completely forgot about me and I was just like, boop, bam, you're dead. And yeah. that's the kind of strategy nice. that builds... And it's just so fun to play. And, you know, Haruki feeling, was really into the it. The feeling of diving in as a squid and diving out, it oh, just yeah. feels really good. Yeah. Right? Like, the controls, the the feel of turning into a squid and, and when you come out of it. Right. Just, like, the, the moment-to-moment mechanics in gameplay, just, it has that really, really tight, good feeling. I think one of the neighbors might be getting killed. Um, <laughs> Ignore all that. Yeah, everyone's excited about. Yes, Splatoon. everybody's excited Even about our here at the Four Towers. Um, and the music is awesome. Like I really? love it when you win. When you win, there's like this cheerleading where it's like, uh, 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 and like it's all this cool music. I didn't notice music at all. The oh, the music. That's interesting. The music is great. Uh, the graphics are really good. It's solid, sixty frames per second. Nice. Um, there is one super fucking smart thing that I now wish all games do. But during the matchmaking, while you're waiting for people to get in and all that stuff, there is a mini game, like a, a, a NES styled mini game that you play on your gamepad while you're waiting. Really? Yeah. What what kind of game? It's like there apparently there are several that you can unlock with amiibos, but the one that oh, came wow. in the demo was like you're the squid and you're you're jumping up these platforms and basically like you have to charge the squid just enough to get to the platform. It's kind of like a race to see how Against fast you can get to the players? Well, it's a score-based thing. So you would have... Uh, I, I don't know if the score... If there's like a, a top score or whatever. Maybe there is, but um, yeah. Oh, was this? I saw like a retro Splatoon yeah. box. That yeah. was one of these That's games. That's one of these games, ah, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, that uh, that team seems really talented. It seems like a cool, yeah. fresh idea. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see how the uh, audience... Like how the game sells, how the audience takes yeah, to Yeah, I'm curious about that. I really hope, I mean, of course, we want to see, like, yeah. new IP and something with guts, like a really new, fresh take on a genre like this really succeed. Yeah. I um, just, I just, well, the commercials for it aren't that great. Oh, really? <laughs> for the, the American commercials the one so I saw far was are pretty just, bad. It just looked like a bunch of gameplay. Yeah, they are, but they have, like, this really bad song. Okay. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, like, and Haruki really liked it. He started out being totally terrible at it. 
Right. And as we played through the second demo, he Has was... he ever played a twin-stick shooter He had never before? played a twin-stick okay. shooter before. It's kind of a lot to yeah. wrap your thumbs around. But he liked the game so much that he, like, was getting into it. He figured out the controls. There was... He he won a couple games. There was nice. there was one time where he was the best scoring person out of his team. Wow, really? Yeah, actually, right. that happened several times. The boy's got a career. Yeah, <laughs> and I was nice like, "Wow, dish. kid, you can do this!" And yeah, it was it was it was really Get fun. We were we were trading the gamepad back and forth. Oh, that's awesome! It was really awesome. Yeah. Can you play? Does the game have local? It does. It does, right? One person plays on the gamepad, and one play, person plays on the TV. So wait, they have to? Oh, okay. Wait, so they don't have to start selling the second gamepad? No, when no, this comes no, out. no. Your precious second gamepad. <sighs> did you ever? Or did you send that in? Or I'm sent, we're sending it, it in over the weekend. Okay. Um, that's actually really cool. So I mean, you could yeah. play two player back to back, not see each other, and, that's and right. be able to play. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, it's one of the things that they were like talking about when they first were talking about Wii U, but then it just kind of people forgot about it and never really happened. And now it's like, oh wait, yeah, you can actually do that when you have this type. <laughs> of can play. you do just one on one, or does it have to be team? Um, I think when you do the two players, it's one on one. Oh, really? Um, but online, I think it's, oh, it has to be four by four. But they're at, I, over the next six months after the game comes out, they're going to be releasing new modes every so often, and they may there may be like a one on one sort of free thing. stuff, right? Yeah, free stuff. There's like a King of the Hill mode. Then there's like clan based friend matches. Are these and permanent stuff. or just like seasonal? Permanent. Like, permanent. Okay. Um, and also in Wii U news, you've been yes. giving that game a pad a workout because how many hours yeah. are you into Xenoblade Chronicles? Oh, I don't even know, but X. I'm sure it's like sixty to seventy. Whoa, wow. really? I've been playing. A, I've been playing wow. that game a lot. The first couple of weekends, I was like up till three in the morning. Good for you, man. It must have felt good. Yeah, <laughs> man. Good, I man. just they're just I don't know this game. Like you just you just big game you just run and you just can keep running <laughs> That's so and beautiful. running and and like. And there's always something new to see, and then just like, you know, you'll be going through this cave, and then there's like fucking just gorgeous waterfall, amazing shit going on all around you. It's one of the, I, like, probably one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. So it doesn't feel, it, like, because sometimes with games that get that big, places can feel empty, but it doesn't feel like, no, like repetitive. It feels like you're seeing no. new stuff. There's monsters all over the place. Right. There's just, you know... Like it, different monsters and new stuff. And new stuff, yeah. That's like, cool. There's, you know, there's one area. So there's the, the area that I think everybody's seen in the videos. That's, like, the starting area, which is just, like, green grass and all sorts of, yeah, like, I've giant land structures. But then the, the two areas you go after that, there's one that's, like, a desert. But it has all these, like, monoliths and, like, crazy giant structures all over the place. And you're mm. just looking, and it's, like, this sense of wonder you get from just like going under this huge like arch that looks like it came from sort of ancient alien something or other right and it's just like whoa this is really cool and then on the other end it's this uh, this i don't know nighttime forest where it starts out with all these like you know you're in this jungle and there are these lightning bugs all mm-hmm. around and then you go out and you get past that area and then you're just like in this grand open like savanna where the grass is all blue Hmm. and you're just like what the fuck i've never seen anything like this in a game and like there's just all this stuff to see and these it's 
Yeah. It's like the sense of scale, right? The scale that's is what amazing. They're selling yeah. it on, and like that's the part that that appeals, yeah. at least to me. Like um, that said, I am so glad that I have my gamepad because without fast travel, this game would be oh, really, no, really, yeah. really, really bad. How fast? How does the fast travel work? Can you just use it immediately, or do you have to unlock something? You have to go something? to a there. So there's like a hexagonal grid. Yeah, they talked about that. Um, and the, you, uh, depending on which like segment you're on, right? Um, um, like you can either like put up a, a like a mining vein, which is the easiest kind. You just go to the mining vein, activate it, and then you can just warp there. Okay. But then there are other places where like you have to kill a certain monster. Oh. You have to uh, uh, find a certain mineral. I see. So you unlock it per section. Per of the section. Map. Yeah, that's oh, right. Okay. So, so you like do like one thing in that section, and then boing! Now you can fast travel exactly back and forth to that. That's right. Can and you fast travel between different sections? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like traveling in this game is is very convenient and easy. Because it, it like the size that it is, it's an important by thing. total necessity. But you yeah. have do you have the big robots? Not yet. Uh, oh, I'm almost there. Really? I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Wow. Sixty hours and no robots. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> um, are you just doing other stuff? I'm doing a lot of other extra okay. stuff, and like there, there are times where I spend like five hours just running around. <laughs> wow. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> um, it, must be, it must be fun if you're spending five hours yeah, doing that. It is. Um, but like, yeah, no. To, to get a doll, uh, you have to be like halfway through the game. I think you mean a scale. Oh yes, a scale. Yeah. Scale is what they Jack Skellington seem to be called. Um, no, you have to be like halfway through the game, and they tease you. They're like, "Oh yeah, now you get a doll. You can come talk to me to get a doll." And then they're like, "Here's eight, ten quests that you have to do to get it." Okay, and they're okay. really they're really quite long. So they make I've you been, work for the mechs. Oh, they really make you work. Okay. Right. Uh, well, once you get that, you should come back and talk because that's one of the things I'm most yeah. Uh, excited this, about. this weekend is happening. Okay. Um. What else, Sarah? You're still playing Girls Mode Three. Yep. We had some people that were very excited about that. Yeah, I just you know I completed a few fashion shows. Nice. I unlocked some new areas. Nice. There is you have a train station because it's very Japanese, mm-hmm. and from that train station you can go to like a beach, an amusement park. They have like a mansion. Okay. With just tons of flowers, and through those separate things you like meet different people, mm-hmm. and you talk to them, and there's a whole kind of scavenging quest in the game like you're looking for colors and when you find like you can take a picture and you bring it back to this girl and she like looks for colors in it you took a picture within the game in the game of anything like yourself scenery okay and you bring them back to this girl and she looks at them and she picks out colors and that goes into your color palette okay so you can it turns into like you can use it for eyeshadow, hair coloring. It just becomes a permanent color in the game. Okay. So you don't start you off with all the colors. colors, basically. Yeah, and people will kind of give you hints around town. They'll be like, oh, there was this really beautiful green bench. Mm. That's it. It's a really nice green. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I'll take a picture of that bench. I love that green. Find yeah. that green. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Harvest Moon? You had Harvest a sad Moon. story about Harvest Moon where oh. you like beat up your sister yeah. because she destroyed your uh, save game. It was, it was yeah. Harvest Moon... Um, like a Wonderful Life for GameCube. Oh, I think I played that one too. Yep, okay. and I had gotten really far. It had I had put a lot of time into it as a child. I was mm-hmm. about twelve, and so I was really dedicated. Like I picked my wife. I had a kid. Wow, things were really starting to go for me. She killed your family then. She didn't just <laughs> she, erase your game. And there's only the thing about Harvest Moon games is there's only two save files. Yeah. And when you save, it always defaults to the first one. Oh, so my no. sister started a second one, and oh, she just kind oh, of like saved willy nilly. Yes. And she saved over my game, and she came to me and she was like, Sarah. Oh boy! I saved over your Harvest Moon game, <laughs> oh. and I just did she say it like that, or was she like remorseful? she was like super scared yeah. because oh, I well, just like flipped good. out. Like I was like in the basement, <laughs> like having a little temper tantrum. 
time. I think I was just like curled up in a corner, not joking, in the dark, in a corner. <laughs> my dad came down and he goes, Sarah, Hannah says that she'll she'll play your Harvest Moon game again for you. And I was like, you're damn right she will. So I was sitting on the couch and I was like, yeah, you, yeah, now go plant some tomatoes. Okay, give a flower to Cecilia. Yeah, we're trying to marry her. And then she had to like... I think eventually I just took the controller back because, you know, you, I was going to say, it seems like it would be more fun just it, to do it yourself again than to watch well, somebody else do it Well, first it was fun to punish my sister. Yeah. And since then, she hasn't touched any of my games oh, no. for that fear. Did you, you ruin video games for her? We play separate not? games. Okay. She, what kind of games does she, she play? She solely plays, like, she really likes Assassin's Creed. Okay. She doesn't play any video games, but there's the one new, game she does play is uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Does she know there's a new Assassin's Creed? Have you talked to her about she that? She does. I told her. We talked about it. Oh, is it? I it's advised April already. Yeah. I, I advised against it. It's May. Yeah. It's spring has sprung. JJ. Oh. There's a new Assassin's Creed game. Right. He's wearing a new hat. There's a couple of actually bought the Chinese one. What? No, this it's is like, like duty. Uh, oh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah there's okay. that too. Can't you be right? a female oh. in the new one? They yes, just announced. Oh, it. did they do that? You could be a woman. All right, How does good. that work with the story? Well, I think you're like a team of assassins this time. Oh, okay. Have you seen Assassin's Creed story? You're basically just like a pair of eyeballs and, 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 <laughs> yeah. and teeth. And so you're brooding. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> you're brooding. Like, exactly which sex you are. Um, well, that's uh, that's interesting. She only plays Assassin's Creed. It's really, I feel so I bad. I love to watch her because <laughs> yeah. she's not a gamer. By okay. no means is she a gamer. Well, you know, There's she no plays tact. Assassin's Creed. There is no tact in this. So it's kind of funny to watch her just like run into situations. No right. stealth, no tact. And just... <laughs> She, she brute forces it. She just brute forces it, okay. and yeah. to me, that is just there's nothing better. That's not that's not the assassin. That's not the assassin that you yeah. right. raised. You're no assassin. Um, but you're <laughs> playing the new you're Harvest Moon. Yes, I'm playing Harvest Moon. New English. in quotes because it yeah. came out last year. It's I called think. Story of Seasons. Yeah, 2014. Story of 2015 Seasons. 2015 America. 2014 Japan. 3ds. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the big? Is there no. a big difference I'm with this so one? I'm so sad. No, because what? I've been playing Harvest Moon like, since I was eight. Yeah. So I've been with like my first Harvest Moon game was Friends of Mineral Town. Mm-hmm. And okay. through that game, I didn't even play the game right. I didn't plant crops. I only had, like, two cows and a sheep and my horse. <laughs> and all I did was scavenge. So I made no money. I got nowhere. Sounds like you played like your sister but I loved, Assassin's Creed. But I loved it. <laughs> and then with this game, it took me two two days to get through the tutorial. Two wow, what? Days to, cause two human days? Two human... Well, is that because the tutorial is crazy long yeah, and annoying? Yeah, their, their new idea for like extending gameplay is to just drag out the tutorial uh, okay. and not give you everything in the beginning like they used to. Like, it used to be like College of Hard Knocks, like good luck with that farm you're having. Yeah. But now I think they're gearing it more towards children. Yes. More towards young, young kids. Right. So right. everything is very spelled out. Nothing is as exciting as it used to be. Mm. And it's just like... Are depressing. you, Jake? I'm curious to bring this to, to to Galaxy, like as a developer, like with your tutorials or your early levels. Are you like sensitive towards that, like the balance between explaining everything and not having anything unexplained, but also kind of like letting the player kind of figure some stuff out? Because you're not trying to make this game for everyone, no, right? No, I mean with we Galaxy. we try to run you through the basics as quick as possible so that you at least are formally introduced to the, you know, the kind of the big concepts and then pretty quickly throw into the game and expect you to die a lot. Right. Okay. Um, you know, some of the feedback we've gotten and some of our playtesting is like, well, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know, you know, I go into these caves and there's all these weird plants and I don't know if they're poisonous or not. I don't know if they're going to hurt me. 
I'm like, like yeah. yeah, that's the fucking point. <laughs> right, I mean, yeah. you're in this weird alien world and right. it's dangerous and shit is probably going to kill you right. and, and you just got to just, it's one of those games. Part it's roguelike, it right? Part of it is just like learning. Every time yeah. you go out there and you die, you're like, okay, right. don't fuck with that thing. Okay, don't touch that thing. It's a don't starve kind of, oh, okay, wait, I can use this with this. Like it doesn't over explain itself and the discovery of what's going on right. is I mean, it's part meant, of the thing, it's right? It's meant to be played a lot. But some right? people don't, it's weird because some people don't want that and some people do want that. You know, it's like... Well, I think the basic, like, some of the basic combat tactics and just kind of talking through some of the basics to make sure that you sort of get the big picture. Right. But then we expect you to, to go out there and practice it a bunch on right. your own in the proper game. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that helps, and I think might help with, with Galaxy, but helps with games like... Uh, some of those games like Dark Souls and um, even like Rogue Legacy and stuff is seeing like high level play like seeing somebody who's really good at it and be like oh wow because sometimes you'll just never even think like oh I could have I can thrust and side boost at the same time you know or like these kind of things or like oh yeah using you know double handing in Dark Souls is actually like a real legit good tactic in certain situations and stuff Mm. like that like it helps to see other people play that but at the same time it's really fun for people to discover all that stuff on their own so Okay, yeah, it was just an uh, interesting aside Games. to me, I thought. But um, So it sounds like you're not super digging the no, new Harvestman? No, I, I haven't been digging, because I played the last one, and I didn't even get through spring. Oh, man. Because the games have, like, in my opinion, just kind of, like, fallen so, like, yeah. so, so far. They're going through the motions at this point. Yeah, and it's just, I'm just kind of playing them, because, you know, I played them when I was little. Old time's so, sake. But I, it might have to just stop soon, because it's just disappointment after disappointment. No. Man, speaking of speaking of disappointment, um, no, I, I don't even know where that yeah. segue goes to because I think actually people like all of these games. Um, really quick, say the name of the first person shooter that you're playing because I like how you say it better than I do. Wolfenstein: The Old Blood. Yeah, that one. Oh, that, that uh, was nice. Right? Um, I heard Wolf, Wolf Wolfenstein: Neo Blood. Wolfenstein: The Old Blood. <laughs> okay, so you can say it that way because you're European. Um, so, what do you think? It's fucking great. Really? Yeah. Were you a fan of the last one? Was the New Order? Was, yeah, okay. I was shocked. Like, you know, I was playing Wolfenstein when I was a kid on Macintosh because, well, there was no fucking games except, like, sharewares <laughs> and stuff like right. that. So, you know, I Snake. kept playing them and stuff. And Brand one day there's like, oh, we're going Wolf to make... Wolf 3D, that is. Yeah, Wolf okay. 3D, you know, Escape from Castle. Because some people here are old enough to have played Wolfenstein on the fucking Apple II. Yeah, well, I'm not one of those people, okay, so yeah. sorry. That's all right. But anyway, yeah, so... You missed out, I'll say that. So, like, Bethesda, <laughs> you announced like a reboot I don't know three or four years ago and everyone was like fuck this is going to be terrible the new order is going yeah. to be shit yeah. and um, actually it was made by Machine Games which is like uh, created by former guy from Starbreeze so the guy who made the, yeah. da- the Darkness and yes. all that stuff yeah. which are very strong narrative FPS that I personally loved Chronicle of Riddick they did was really good yeah, yeah. Riddick yeah. was fucking amazing and actually oh, at the beginning I was playing oh this is terrible the new order is terrible the more I played it, the more I enjoyed it. So I, I gotta say, I'm playing it now, and yeah. I only not the new order. Wait, yes, the new, new order, the, order. the original. Before, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm playing that. I just got in off the beaches and everything, yeah. and, and I finally got into the to the whatever the fucking mountain is. Yeah, there. the fucking castle with the. Yeah. So I mean, it's not blowing me away so far, but a lot of people have told me the first hour or so is kind yeah. of boring. The beginning is shit. It's pure shit. <laughs> the thing is, there's going to be basically it's a new Konya, so basically. Spoiler, the Nazi, the Nazi win. So it's the new order, and you yeah. wake up 10 years after that, and you're like, 
Okay. I, I kind of, like, uh, I remember the commercial was like, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like, like 60s. History. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was like, this looks like the war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, cinematically, <laughs> it's stunning, right? Like, the, some of the stuff that is... you're going to see, the story is fucking insane. Like, there is a twist. And I, I, I want to spoil it. Yeah, don't do it. Don't tell me too much. I'm looking forward to playing it now. It's the most crazy and fucking amazing plot twist in history. Like, really. So how, how far am I from from spinning the gears um, up here? Like in one hour, it should be okay. Starting to get on the good part, you know, of the okay. game. Like, okay, good. Because you'll go on the moon, you'll go like... Whoa, 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 dude, whoa, come on. No spoilers. No, it's, it's a total spoiler. Yes, it is. It is a spoiler. All right, we're gonna, if you don't know what a spoiler is, we're going to have to tell you to stop talking now. <laughs> Sorry, you can, yeah, you can he was, he was very excited. Respect yeah. to anyway. What, okay, yes. Anyway. Uh, the DLC, All Blood, is much more classical because it takes you back. It's kind of a remake of, you know, Escape from Castle Wolfenstein, basically. It's like, it's a flashback, so it's during World War II. Right. You're, infiltr- you're Blaskovich and you're going to infiltrate, like, a ca- the castle, you know, deep in the, the Alps, like. Right. And it's not like this, Alps. so normal, and, you know, it, something goes crazy. You need, well, you need to escape from the castle. Right. It's really great. Like I really love. I really enjoyed it. I think it's pretty short. Like it's six hours. So okay. You know, it's a standalone, so you can just sure. play it like I that. I love six hours. Yeah, you games. can buy it mm. separately. Yeah, now. all games are like that. Just play. Even get it as DLC. You can just buy this. Yeah, as there is game. always this balance between you know very serious tone and like tongue cheek humor all yeah. the time. And I really really enjoyed it. And also the good fact is that the player can you know use the style of game he likes like if you want to just go gun blazing and murder everyone you can right if you want to be stealthy you can too yeah I, I heard I think they were talking about the bomb cast hmm. where it starts off stealthy a lot and then just turns into like all out you know yeah, it's double weird. shotgun the, fest the, all the time but that's a good thing they were saying you can if you want but you can still play stealthy the thing is it's exactly like the new order like the very beginning of the game is not very good it's just like okay you're in a prison you don't have any weapons so there is like a force you know stealth mechanic that you need to use to escape and yeah. it gets boring pretty fast but you know once you get your guns once you get like all your options it gets good it again it gets much better um, let's see what else we got. What's the other game that you're playing for PS4? <laughs> go ahead. Schrodinger's Cat yep. and the Raiders of the Lost Quark. There you go. All right. What so the hell is that? It's a PS4 PC puzzle uh, platformer. So mm-hmm. basically, you're playing mm-hmm. Schrodinger's Cat. So you're like a little purple cat, and you're going through like 2D's, you know, puzzle slash platformer uh, levels, mm-hmm. which are randomly created actually. And the main idea is that you try to accumulate quarks. So, you know, little little yellow orbs, little black orbs, you know, positive, negative and stuff. I, I'm not, like, very good at physics, so I can't really tell you what it's about. Mm-hmm. But the idea is, like, every time you get three, you can use them to create uh, special effects. For example, if you get three yellow quarks, you can, you know, turn into a helicopter and go up. If you get three black quarks, you can destroy the environment. Okay. And there are, like, uh, four or five different types of quark, and you can mix them up. So... You can put like two black, like one yellow, to mm-hmm. create a different effect, mm-hmm. and extract. There's like sixteen combinations ah, I possible. See. Okay, okay, and uh, it's kind of like Magicka. Yeah, where you can combine things to make new spells and all that. Yeah, kind of like like it's like for a two D platformer. So it's pretty fresh. It's uh, interesting. There's lots, 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 and lots of humor. So for example, since you're Schrodinger's cat, like if you take damage, you will appear to be dead, but also alive, and you know. Like the cat in the box, and uh, the more it goes, like the deader you look, but you're not still dead. So there's like <laughs> I'm so confused. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> All right, I'm lost, but good. You like dead cats it? and boxes? Okay, did yeah. you buy it? Is it free PSN Plus game? Or? Uh, no, it's uh, you need to buy it. Okay, it's also on P- PC, PS4. So okay. it's, uh, 
Unity-based. It's uh, pretty interesting, but I'm not very fast, so you know I don't have unlock all the combination stuff. So. How much was it? Do you remember? Ten bucks? Uh, I think it was yeah, ten bucks. Um, speaking of PS4 games, Jake, Titan Souls. I'm actually kind of curious about this one. I'm actually playing it on Vita. You're playing on Vita? Yeah. Okay. Vita. Uh, I, I I would like to play on a PS4, but um, <clears throat> so it's like a boss battle, boss rush game. You have one arrow, and you throw it. Does that not get annoying? Um, that kind of stopped me, to be totally honest. I mean, it, I was like, at first I was eh. like, hmm. But yeah. it's considered an extension of yourself in uh-huh. that you can shoot it, and then you can hit the button to retrieve it, and then it'll hit shit on the way back, too. Right. So a lot, of times, a lot of times you'll miss your shot, okay. and then he'll like get it in between you, and you like run to get you know the arrow between or him between see. you and the arrow that you suck it in so while shooting he's it out you. and sucking it back is kind of the same effect if you yeah. can suck it back and hit him in the weak spot right, okay. right. Uh, interesting and it's okay. very you know it's a bo- it's a boss fight so you're thrown right. right into a boss fight right a lot of times you just get the shit kicked out of you right away right um, but then you kind of like okay okay don't ever do that again okay got it you know right. and then it's got a pretty quick uh, you know back into the action sort of thing I mean it could be a little bit faster you kind of have to like run I up heard the hill you have to, to go back. back to the boss was kind of an interesting choice yeah it's an interesting about why they did that Um, that. but it's not that bad it's not that big sure sure, but uh but i'm enjoying it and you know a lot of times you'll get like say you got to get five hits right on this bouncing eyeball or whatever right so i'll get like four of them and then i'll fucking get squished by something you know okay and you're just like controls are tight controls are pretty tight it's pretty good does it feel like any other game i mean compare it to tight i wouldn't say it's unlike kind of a super famicom era zelda i mean it's kind of that kind of vein of things you gotta really you want to invoke that one are you sure you want this will be this what it feels like it's a 2d game top down big bosses running around yeah there's a roll (laughs) it's basically just a roll and a shoot that's it and like you can run Uh uh-huh um yeah, exactly. But mm-hmm. it's yeah. pretty high tension right off the bat. Yeah. You know, it's 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 uh, and when you when you beat one, like I, I beat one on my first try, and I was just like, "Suck it!" Yeah. <laughs> and uh, some of them have tricks to them, right? Where once you know the trick, you, it takes a while to figure out the trick. But once you know pretty, the trick, you can kill them pretty quick. Yeah, but they're they're pretty fast. You know, okay. you, you got to be pretty pretty light on your feet, and you got to be. The speed attention. runs for this game are really quick, right? I can imagine if you really know you're doing yeah, really good, any, you can just scream through it. I've heard a lot of them. What if you know if you figure figure out the trick, you can get through them pretty quickly. Um, it's good. It's it's a minimal, simple little game, but it's the kind of thing that I like on my Vita, and I can just kind of. Uh, we went through a couple of rainy weeks in Kyoto, so I was riding the bus, hmm. and it, like I'm so busy, I don't get to play a lot of games these days. So I was like, great, I'm gonna, you know. Really, I thought it never rained in Kyoto, and I thought the skies, yeah. except <laughs> candy, every and time a candy rainbows, fell from the sky. Yeah, sometimes, kind of, but they usually fall from the, from the rainbows. The candy falls um, from the rainbows. What about Westerado? I've been meaning to play Westerado, this. Yeah. The show Chris Johnston sent us. Yeah, I, I started to play that a little bit. Okay. I haven't gotten that far. Okay. I haven't gotten that far either, but it's cute. We yeah. need to all play more. I want. I want to. I like talk about it. I, I feel the need to shoot everybody I come up and talk to because there's this <laughs> well, mechanic. They, they, they prompt you to kind of yeah. like jump into the shit. You, can you probably pull, don't need to. You can pull out your gun during a conversation. I'm just like, yes, <laughs> let's do that every time. <laughs> But it's yeah, I'm a, still at the very beginning. It's like a 2600 Atari game with like modern aesthetics in that it's like really well art directed. And yeah, very consistent. Uh, some clever, charming pieces in it. It's it's, it's clever and charming. I want to try it. What the I've combat, I'm kind of like it's a little slow. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how I feel about it just yet. Um, and there's a lot of like running around talking to people, which isn't my kind of game. I'm right. kind of a little too ADD for stuff like that. So there's that, but uh, I am going to try to get back into it and play some more. Okay, I gotta I gotta try that out too. Hmm. Um, Roy, you yes. finally get into Bloodborne. 
Finally. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. About <laughs> fucking time. I beat it. Yay. Yay. Did? I did. Wow. So, what, what would you say about the about the game now, in retrospect? In Are retrospect? Play it again? Um, Maybe, yeah. Yeah, after Xenoblade uh, X. Really? Mm. Or if, if some... That doesn't sound very convincing. That was like, no, well... Yeah, yeah, I know. You're like, maybe trying to fool yourself into thinking... No, that. no, 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 no. I, like, I... When I beat it, I basically started playing it again okay. immediately. Okay. But then Xenoblade X came out, like... Are you gonna mm. play it again with like a new weapon this time, or like a? I wanna, I wanna do like a, yeah, an arcane sort of thing. Um, and I'm hoping that because some DLC the game comes does such out. A great job oh, of explaining. Do it again, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Do it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about Molotov cocktails? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they scale to your arcane. It happens. It, <laughs> anyway, I uh, that like basically that whole argument. I couldn't. I can't. There are spoilers involved, so okay. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. All right. Well, let's just uh, keep talking then yeah. about other stuff. So. Uh, end game though you felt uh, like consistent all the way through did you think it get better did it get worse what yeah no like I, the last boss fight is kind of an amalgamation of all the things that you learned in the game and it's very intense it's not like you know a lot of the soul, well demons and I guess dark well dark souls 2 eh, well last boss it, bosses in these games tend to be pretty yeah okay uh, and in this game they're very good okay I have to say I am at Rom the Space Spider. Yes. And I am finding my will to continue playing dropping. Yeah. What did you do um, when you first found Rom? Cuz for me, yeah. I didn't feel like compelled to attack it. It yeah. was kind of this cute like <laughs> yeah. blah just hanging yeah. out. Like and it, 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 there's seem to be a lot of moments in this game where it's like it forces you to do yeah. things like that. No, I went shit house on him. Did you, I, you just yeah, as soon like, as you fell this down? This is awesome. This fat thing is not going to be able to get away. And I was just like wound up with my axe. Bam, 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 and then the, the spiders stuff. drop, and you're like, oh. And the boy. spiders drop, oh, and I'm like, shit. yeah, of course I knew the other fucking shoe was going to fall on mm. this shit because <laughs> almost like, literally the game gets a little like. I, let me say this: I love, I love that game. I really, really liked what I played up until now, but. Uh, I'm starting to kind of see a formula clearer than I've saw in the other Souls game. To sure. wit, to wit, uh, coming into an area, seeing a door that is shut, and then okay, I'm yeah, gonna go around yeah, yeah. and then unlock the door. It's very transparent, mm-hmm. like for better and for worse. In mm-hmm. this game, more so than other, like a Dark Souls game, where you would just go around and then you drop a ladder. And you wouldn't even have seen yes, the ladder before, yes. and then you're like, "Oh, this connects up to that." Like, right. yeah, I it think, was very inventive how the mm. parts of the map connected, or or a, or a um, elevator. Mm. Maybe I just now that I've played those games, maybe it's me that's changed and not the games. But I no, feel like I think, I think you're right. I feel I, like it's very transparent that I'm like, okay, mm. now I have to just go and find the other side of that door. Right. If I go around this way, I will probably find it. And also, this game kind of like encourages you to just run through shit. At least I feel that few way. Because, times, right? Because, like, yeah. if you have zero souls, or blood echoes, yeah. and you die... Just calm souls. That's yeah. Right. Then you lose nothing. But if you run through the whole level and find the other side of that door... Right. Then you're just... You know, you're, you're cutting off cut exactly open, and yeah. with not a whole lot of work. Well, that I think is, I mean, we're like veterans of this series, and we know that that is something you can do. Like running through, we have. But I think we play dark logical sense to anyone who plays the I game don't know. up until the point that I'm at. I, I feel in the like game. the game really encourages you to do that because, like, and, and we've we've played so much Dark Souls that we know how this shit works. Like, well, I don't, I don't mean to get into a, a big negative vibe because, like I said, I really enjoy it. I really like. Mm. The weapons, I like how much depth there is yeah. to any one weapon. Like I'm, mm. I feel like I'm still learning, you know, weapons. The axe that I've been using now mm. for hours and hours. Um, 
I love co-op, like, yeah. So fighting. I haven't done that yet, also, which drives me crazy. I really want to try Chalice Dungeons. Yeah, it was basically broken until the last well, patch. Well, there's still some stuff... That, well, there's still some stuff that's kind of a little messed up. Like, I've only gotten invaded, I think, three times. Yeah, yeah people and don't I, get invaded. I kind of like terrible. that, though. I mean, yeah. the fact that you need, like, to first kill the little uh, lady with the bell in order to be invaded... Mm. In order... No, sorry. Uh, I'm messing up. Anyway, if you don't... To be invaded, you need to avoid killing the girl with the bell, and maybe you'll get invaded from time to time. But usually, let's say I'm in the, inv- the invader, what's going to happen is I'm going to have probably one, maybe two, maybe three guys, mm. you know, in front of me. So it's super. Hard. And your oh, HP really? is automatically yeah. decreased by like. Wait, I want to say as an invader, would you have to face two or three? Because, because guys. the way it works is that you ring the bell and it opens your world up to anyone, including invaders. Okay. So, like, if oh, you want to start I co-op... I see. So people it are could only be ringing that when they want to get people in their world. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The only time I rang it was when I... And then nobody showed up. Well, that was back when it was, it was broken because of It was the, broken. That's true. Thing. That's true. That was. Mm. That was. But once you do get... If you have, like, a good one-on-one experience, mm. it's really intense because mm. yeah, totally. it lasts a lot longer than Dark Souls. And Dark Souls is like, you make a simple mistake... And you could be down, like, maybe half your health. But now it's really easy to bounce back. Right. And, yeah. and it makes makes combat way more enjoyable for, for online. Do you find people turtling less because of the, like, health regain mechanic? It's oh, more, yeah. more you offensive. Can't, you, you can't really turtle. Like, it's yeah. even, even healing. You can parry a heal. So there's just, like, so many times when people are vulnerable and you can take advantage of it. And mm. it's like you really have to be on for the fight. But at the same time, if you do, like, mess up a little bit, you have some leeway. Okay. Which I think makes it, it just it's a little better on the ego. Sure, know? sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could hang in in Dark Souls PvP, right? I mean, you know what, what you mean? you're doing. Oh well, yeah, yeah, and no. Like, really? Well, yeah. Because I just never. I mean, I I was dead every time. I think I killed a guy once, but only out of like ten times. I did I okay in Dark Souls Two. Dark Souls Two really? was good. Yeah, I think Dark Souls Two is like probably other than the hitboxes were kind of shit, but yes, but they had really good. There's um, that famous gif with the stuff. Dark Souls hitboxes. Have you guys seen that one? Where there's like a Dark Souls know. 1 fight where it's like amazing. The guy in his animation like kind of ducks as he's winding up and a sword goes right over oh, yeah. his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, it's like this amazing thing. And that shows one for Dark Souls 2 and it's like stabbing no empty <laughs> air over his shoulder. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think I have seen something. Yeah. It's, it's pretty interesting. Um, but so, uh, where are you roughly percentage-wise through the game? Don't, you don't have to mention... Apparently I'm... I'm at I'm at the last boss. I can oh, challenge right. the last boss whenever I want. Okay. Yeah. It's just like I I have a hard time pulling the trigger on right. games like this. I've noticed a lot of people with this game in particular have mm. been like, yeah, I'm at the last boss. Well, there's a lot of extra stuff that you can do. Right. Well, it, once you kill the last boss, can you not continue to well, do it? Apparently, if you the second you beat the last boss, if you quit out of the game oh. and reload, mm. then you will start back at the hunter's dream. Okay, and then you can have all the benefits of having beaten the game without. Actually oh, but you have to do the weird something like that. You can't just yeah, no, it'll, yeah. it'll kick you out. Otherwise, the next otherwise oh. it's like credits, new game, new game plus. Oh wow, okay, yeah, all right, that's that's interesting. Like that they I'm surprised they haven't gotten that feedback from people that they want to be able to do that because I think a lot of well, people that's how it was in, Dar- in Dark Souls Two. It was yeah. like that, right? Um, but they, yeah, that's right. They fixed that. In, well, yeah. fixed in quotes in Dark Souls Two. Um. Uh, what about uh, what else? Record Keeper. Oh yes, we've been threatening to talk about that. Yeah. I don't know how much time we have to talk uh, about it today. We can skip it because I'd like to. I'd like you want to go in depth? Well, I'm I'm curious about I, it. I, I want to hear about it. It's it's my free to play phone game that Your I'm addiction. going to use to ignore everybody yeah, and like yeah. the world around me. <laughs> yeah. Very like totally. 
and you're more still so you've been playing it for over a month since it now, came out right? yeah, yeah i don't remember when it came out but like i tried terror battle i tried monster strike i tried i tried puzzle and dragons like all of them you know, I gave them the college try, right? But this one, it's like this one I'm in sunk it. its teeth, yeah, sunk its hooks like, in you. So the the main things that have attracted me is just like nostalgia, of course, right? You know? Like they they bring back characters from other Final Fantasy games that you you have like an investment in already. And then to also, put it simply, the game is a series of Final Fantasy battles, boss battles, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, and and stages from Final Fantasy games you've already played, characters that you can recruit from Final Fantasy games you've already played. When you say stages, mm-hmm. you like levels around. where you're walking around and fighting random encounters? Well, no, so the battles are just a series of um, random battles that lead up to a boss. Right. Uh, okay. So it's like, it, it's it's like, you know the battle screen in any Final Fantasy? Like yes. Pre, say, like, 7. Yes. Uh, it's like that, and then you kill everything on the left side of the screen. Yep. And then another set of enemies appear. Right. And you do that a set number of times until okay. you get to okay. a boss. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That um, would happen sometimes in those games, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you have the music from, yes. from the older games. Yes. You've got, a lot of times, the exact same mechanics. So, for instance, Final Fantasy VII, the first boss is, like, this scorpion robot thing. And when it raises its tail... Yes, if you attack it. Like, Barrett's like, don't attack it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I gave him, like, an accent there. But when he raises... He sounded kind of like a pirate. Yeah, yeah. But when you raise the tail, you're not supposed to attack. And that's, like, a mechanic that they use a lot for bosses. Is like, you need to kind of watch it, know how many attacks it does before it enters this mode where you can't attack it. Right. Um, so the, they reuse the mechanics of boss fights from previous games. So mm-hmm. it's like if you've played, say, six, and you know, like, this guy is weak to cure. I could, I could just cast cure on this boss and right. do damage to right. it. right. Then it's like that little bit of added. Do you end up doing the whole like what are the spells wall and the thing where you're bouncing a reflect? Yeah, back mm. and f- spells back and forth. That is a strategy that, that you was can like use. Huge. That was like so many battles in Final Fantasy mm. four slash two. It, it kind of got annoying almost to a degree because mm. it was like spells bouncing back and forth yeah. between the two or casting one on yourself on purpose so it mm-hmm, would bounce mm-hmm. onto them. Not a lot of not a lot of that. You don't have to do that kind of stuff. Okay. It's possible. Okay. But another thing I like is like you know with. Uh, puzzles and dragons and monster strike and stuff games like that it's like do the fire cave and then the water cave and then the grass cave and then right. you get to do bigger fire cave bigger <laughs> and it's just like okay i don't care about this yeah but now it's like you know you're you feel like you're progressing in the story and you're also that's the way that you recruit new characters so for instance to get uh like celeste from final fantasy 6 right you have to do a certain event dungeon where you advance and or can you shell out five no. ten bucks and just buy her the so the money if you did want to spend money yeah it's used to you know cure yourself or whatever or the the gacha system is for weapons only oh, so the characters right. you just get yeah as long as you're good yeah and you can advance but the otherwise it's like a slot machine uh weapon slot machine yes okay have you spent money on this game i haven't but i would really i think i would okay yeah not the, quite a whale yet I don't think I'm. But I mean, is there's no story to the game. Well, there is. Really? Suppose. Well, yeah, there is. When you first start the game, there's a tutorial there's where a crystal. You're, you're like this little scholar, and like this Moogle's like, "We gotta help these paintings." Yeah. And, yeah. and you're like, "All right, I guess we'll help." Good the paint. Moogle voice. <laughs> yeah. Good Moogle voice. I mean, yeah. So, so like the way you help the paintings is like you go into the paintings and you do the story of a Final Fantasy game, and once you complete it, the paintings. How is the story being delivered when all you're doing is fighting things? Well, actually, every time you beat. You mean the overall story of uh, any story? <laughs> every time you beat a, are things a, talking to you as you're like 
punching them in the face? Or no, no, no. After me. you clear, a, after you beat a boss, it's, yeah. it gives you a little synopsis of what happened in that game. Oh, all right. So like in seven, after I beat that salamander thing, it's like, or that scorpion thing. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, avalanche escaped Midgar reactor number nine, and then like so it just recounts and, what happened at that point in the story in yeah. the original game. Yes. So it's not. There's no thread that goes through this new experience. Like, well, hey, that, we're time that's traveling. The, that's the Moogle. That's and the Moogle. The, the little, the little dude. Oh, the little so scholar the, guy. This, that is the conceit of the whole overall game. The yeah. paintings is not just the first. You're restoring thing. the record. Uh, That's why you're the record keeper. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought like the name. I think is first of all horrible. It's a Japanese right? RPG. It should be I mean, painting. Are you familiar guy. with him? But it's just, it's just like <laughs> I didn't even think. I thought it was like an app or something to keep track of. Like, yeah, you know, honestly, I thought it was, I thought, I thought it was like right. a Final Fantasy encyclopedia. Yeah, me too. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought. I was, I was confused. I was like, is this even a game? Yeah. Is this like a thing? Um, Some sort of Final Fantasy app? Exactly. It is. Um, but sort but of. you're I, like so. There's like a end point where you get to, and they keep adding stuff to it. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They um, they add like you know event dungeons, which are available for like a set amount of time, and and of course if you get to the end of it, that's where all the good stuff is, like the good characters, the good gear, right? And it requires a certain level of mastery of the game mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the more time you put into it, the easier it is to do those kinds of things. Sure, strategy is also important though. Like you know, if you bring the right spells and the right weapons because if you go to a final fantasy 6 dungeon right with a final fantasy 6 character with final fantasy 6 weapons and armor yeah because all the weapons and armor are from different right. games right right they get like a boost for, oh, if they're okay. from that oh, game interesting. Interesting. and if you bring that weapon then so. what about weapons that have been in multiple games the masamune mm. I yeah, think it's I mean, just probably exactly. maybe it's just like the first game it's been in, or whichever one they just feel. So like. are they you sign it a game. are you swapping out characters in mid battle and weapons in mid battle, or is it only mm. okay? Here's the set group I'm going to take through this yeah. up until the boss. Yes, interesting. Yeah. Okay. How many games does like how many Final Fantasy games does it include? It's like one, two, four, five, six, seven. Ten. What the hell's wrong with two and three? <laughs> uh, no, they have two. They have two. They don't have three stay. yet. Why do they skip? Oh, well, they're, they're adding, adding it as they go. Oh, okay. It's weird that they skipped three. So three's the only one that they haven't added to it yet? Maybe well, up to ten. You know, I'm doing this off memory. I would check my phone, but, I'll, you know, a sniper will okay. take me out. <laughs> that's so. fine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I could smack go, go out of your hand. But does uh, it get pretty modern? Or what do you mean? Like, the games... Will it have does the it games I know in there? Can you it play it in there yet? Well... No, but it has ten. Okay. Did you play ten? Yeah, I did. So the, the ten is really ah, great because ah, ah, because ah, ah, <laughs> they paid us to do so. All right. It's but another thing I like is like they they generous. pixelate all the, the the monsters from ten. From so it's cool seeing like modern enemies yeah. brought down to the pixels. Pic, the pixel version yeah, yeah. Of enemies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the pixel art any good? It's really good. Cool. What character so. do you get? I'm so old, dude. I remember I was already working Nintendo when the first Final Fantasy. They're gonna have Yuna. They're gonna have Yuna. They're gonna have Lulu. Let's have one person at a time. Riku? I don't think so. Damn it. And I like Riku too. Yeah. We're, we're old. <laughs> the good old days. Yeah. Sarah, what was days. your first Final Fantasy? Um, I played... My first one was the Advanced Tactics for the Game Boy. Oh, that was a good oh, one. Nice. That yeah. was my favorite one. I love that game. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good one. That's a very good one. Good answer. Okay. Um, and I think that about does it. If not, that's going to have to do it for the game section. Uh, <laughs> because we need to move on to news. Because there's a bunch of news to talk about. Uh, that we will jet through some exciting Kickstarter news from our friends, uh, some Nintendo E3 news. Are we going to talk about that commercial? From our other friends. The, the E3 thing? Which commercial? Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. 
the Nintendo E3 commercial, um, some Fire Emblem news, um, Oculus news, all kinds of news, newsy news. When we come back, stick around. News. And we are back with some news. It's the news. What the fuck? <laughs> what is wrong with Wait, you? Hey, that's that's good. I'm what happened? No, we were doing a Wonder Pet. Me and Sarah were. Oh. We had a plan. We had a, oh shit! Wonder Take pet. Two. I wasn't Take part two. of this. Plan. <laughs> yeah, that's for, okay. for a news theme song. Well, it, it's the news. We have to inform them. This, this is, is yeah, yeah, okay. Whatever. Let's just it keep going. Awesome. I'm so lost. I don't get it. I like Actually, I have better. kids. I know what they're talking about. Yeah. Okay. All right. I have not been drinking. The Wonder that Pets much, is so. the best show and on did TV. You like it? All right. I watched enough of it to not hate it. I like the turtle. <laughs> Not hate it. The duck is clearly the best. Ding, ding. No, the best no, 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 is Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night. Bloodstained. Wow. Runaway success, Kickstarter. <clears throat> yeah, I woke up and it was funded. I was like, oh, yep. I guess they don't need my help. I'm just going to sit back and ride this one out. Yeah, yeah they're at about uh, two million as we talk oh, about it. This cow. is a uh, friend of the show, Koji Igarashi's uh, spiritual successor to uh, the Igavania games, uh, let us call them, that he developed back when he was working at Konami. Uh, yes. Check out the page. You can go to egavania.com. That will actually forward you to the Kickstarter. Sword or whip.com. Yeah, Fangamer is doing an awesome job with that campaign. There's yes. all these kind of little mini rewards and things that are happening every day and are unlocking stuff. Um, I think the latest stretch goals are a uh, retro level um, and yeah. the speedrun mode, um, which I don't know exactly what that is. But boss Rush. Sounds cool. There's Boss Rush. Um, do they have? I mean, this is a stupid question. Yeah. I am loath to ask it, but okay. ask away. To satisfy my own itchy awareness, yep. wanting uh, is there even a released or an announced sort of date ish? Anything? You know, there must, there has to be on the Kickstarter um, um, because there. I mean, they're never be. right, yeah. so it's probably about a, a year and a half yeah. past whatever they posted. Two thousand and seventeen. Yeah, but with page. my number nine, they were actually like. Uh, pretty safe and are getting it within like yeah. six months, which is which is not bad. And this is effectively the same crew. Yeah, it right? is. I mean, it's it's, it's the integrated. It's yeah. Yeah. So I think it, I'm guessing it's going to be again same like a two year uh, yeah. dev cycle. Probably. It's a good dev cycle. I would like to get the two year dev cycles for the record. It's <laughs> <laughs> my dream someday. You'll get the next there. game maybe. Um, it would help if you had as much money as they are making. Um, I would like that. So yeah, check that out. There's a lot of good stories. Friend of the show, Matt Leone, did a nice story following them around when they made a Kickstarter video. Two-player did their Kickstarter video, which was also freaking really awesome, really well done. Yes. Um, the gifts that were born <laughs> from that are pretty awesome, yeah. too. And so if people are wondering, yes, we know about this. We were working on this actually uh, two years ago, I think. Uh, we were talking to Iga back when he worked at Konami, saying, yeah. like, hey, you should consider this Kickstarter thing. And then we introduced him to uh, Super Agent Ben Judd. Ben who's, Bud. Yes, the guy, the man who uh, got it to happen and kind of... Uh, the who cannot resist mastermind. looking like a game show host whenever he's on camera. <laughs> he, can't he, always does, he always he does the space that's just like, oh, my name is Ben Judd. <laughs> I'm uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Uh, yes, he's been on the show many times. If you yes. haven't haven't heard him, he has He's not doing the uh, 
the la- the, the cartoon dog laugh though at least because he's not he's not laughing so much but yeah that's like that's that's the Ben Judd laugh. Um, but we joke with Ben because we love him and uh, because we love yes, him, we, we helped out in a lot of different little ways on this thing, including. Yeah. Coming up with a name uh, for the game, yeah. which uh, which John actually came up with that, which is someone, pretty cool. Someone on Twitter pointed out that it sounds like a, a, a no, game No, we're about not going to talk about whatever the fucking <laughs> dumb, dumb shit. It does kind of sound like it. Bloodstained. You're a fucking jackass. <laughs> you are a fucking dumbass. Okay? You are a dumbass. It's just kind of like when you when you what think about it. He's right, you know. So. No. Yeah. You, know, you are a dumbass. <laughs> A dumbass. The only phrase okay. that let's I just, Let's just leave it at that. Bloodstained. You are a fucking dumbass. Um, anyway, uh, check that out. We uh, wish those guys the best. Um, maybe uh, we'll talk more about them. I don't know. I think they're going to be doing some more kind of community stuff. Um, but uh, we're, you know, we've been hanging out with Iga. We also did the um, the teaser image that people that now is right. finally know what it's all about. But at um, PAX... On the back of the thing we handed out for my number nine, we made an image. It wasn't even clear at that point if it was going to end up turning out or not, but we're like, yeah. this is just too cool. Let's just do it, and if it turns out, it'll be great. And people uncoded the runes and said, what a wonderful uh, night to have a, K- a KS. Yeah, like a curse. Kickstarter. But it's a Kickstarter. Um, and we had the page run so that... Anyway, you can find it online. Check it out. It was a pretty cool long yeah. con, long tease, Definitely the long con. Um, so yeah, congrats to those guys, and uh, definitely uh, uh, check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a devs play with with uh, with Igarashi, yes, a friend of the show, and a Kipnis from uh, Double Fine, by the two player guys. Really awesome. Check that out. Some amazing trivia in there about. Yeah, it's just cool really to deep see Symphony of the Night trivia. a Japanese dev get on that show for one. Yeah, and and like just to see Iga out there shooting. Uh, talking and throwing pens, throwing apparently. pens at people looking at their fucking phones during Just the podcast. Sheesh. Um, anyway, good throw. Um, by the in way, happier man. news, um, thank you. Uh, we have details on Nintendo's uh, E3 presence. Thank you very much. That's your pen back, sir. That's, that's how you know a well-trained person is <laughs> to give you back the pen that she just threw at him. Uh, E3 2015, Nintendo. Yes. Goofballs. World Championships. Is that are they gonna really do that? Yes. That's, that's awesome. Thing. I'm so excited. Did you see like Fred Savage tweeted about it? No, what did he say? <laughs> he was, he, it was something like, How do I get there? you know. Oh, okay, okay. That's nice. Yeah. Um Oh that'd be cool if he was if they had him. Yeah. Does he still have that baby face? I bet he does. I haven't seen him in a I think long he time, does. Yeah. That beautiful, beautiful baby face. <laughs> um, so can you explain to me as yes. uh, in a few words what's the Nintendo sh- World Championship? World Championship. Have you ever seen The Wizard? Yeah. Okay. Well, that. Yeah. But that's a movie, right? No, that was real. It was, was a real, real thing. Yeah. yeah. That was a real thing. Wait, where exactly are you from? A France. France. Yeah. You don't sound French at all. What? Yes, he does. No, he does not. No, he does not. It's ever French. sound French at all. What does he sound like? Thank you. I would have thought it was Scandinavian or uh, or even German, but <laughs> okay, not French. Okay, do not. What? Thanks. <laughs> I think that's okay. a compliment. Do you have no future at the Dude, United I hang out with French people all the time. No future at the What part of France? Brittany. Well, you know, Ubisoft. Prove it. Prove it. How do we know? How do we know you're not just Scandinavian pretending to be from France? <laughs> well, I could speak in French, but, you know. But, no. so Did you not hear before it was like, it is shit. It is total shit. Yeah. <laughs> if you, I mean, they could not get more French than No, past, no, no, Jake. you can. You can. Come to Kyoto. I got to introduce you to people. plants listen to the podcast would know no, that he's no. French. His name is Tama. 
Thomas Riddle. Like, it's French. It's as French as French can be. It's not as French as French. It's as French as French. There's more French. There's more French. All right. So, yes, the, the Nintendo World Championships was a real thing. 1990, I think, was the last time they did it. Yeah. Um, I think you played a bunch of different games. I Mario was at Nintendo 3. then. There you go. Tell us about it, Jake. What was it like? Uh, well, I, I wasn't. Uh, I didn't go to the thing. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, it was like Mario 3 and two other games. Mario 3 was the big one, right? Because there was, was like a limited edition cartridge right. that's like worth so that's like worth one gazillion dollars. Yeah. Shitloads of money still. Uh, but it was a thing, yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically, uh, they're also going to have Mario Maker on display at some Best Buys. They Yay. talked about that kind of at the same time. But, um, yeah, so the last Nintendo World Championships competition held in 1990, Thomas. Uh, three age brackets held in 29 cities across the United States. And then, you know, they, like, led to a championship, had a prize, whatever. Um, so they're going to be hosting qualifying tournaments at these uh, Best Buy, select Best Buys in major cities. Um, and then the winners meet, and, and some people invited by Nintendo meet June 14th. Do we know Nokia what games Theater. are? Nope. They no. don't talk about that. Huh. Um, they don't talk about Nin- that. Yeah. Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> Sorry, that's from the movie. Yeah, I, I probably okay. Um So, yeah. Uh, that is kind of cool. You like that video, Jake, that they used? I'm, I'm up in the air about where I'm at. Really? I did enjoy Mega it. 64. I did I enjoy it. That. I did enjoy it's it. very Tim and Eric kind of... Um, you may recognize that kid from another commercial. Yeah, but, I know. Yeah. He did look familiar. He's a star, man. Yeah, I know, right? He's a star! <laughs> uh, Bill Trinan... For another show, had a little fun. Did you? Were you watching Twitter last oh, night? Oh yeah, I was not, unfortunately. But I, Jesus yeah, Christ, I want to see it. I'm going to go back and read his. So he, an hour before the uh, the uh, video hit, yeah, I think he's in in Japan. He's in a different time zone. He was talking about that, and so he like changed his Twitter profile to say like ex worker for Nintendo, <laughs> and then he tweeted like I was fun. You know, all think good things come to an end. Yeah, or, I don't know something oh, shit, like that. Shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, it's I, just like. A boom, instant internet <laughs> meltdown. Gap is exploding. Megaton. Within five minutes, a ton of people are like, are like, oh, it was great working with you. I can't believe it. End of an era, you know, whatever. And I said to him, like, just like a bunch of like question marks, like, just like what, what, and then I was like, this better not be some part of some fucking lame joke, because then. I knew at the same time I was talking with another friend that works at Nintendo, saying like, oh yeah, you're gonna check out the video this morning, right? And I'm like, right, hold on, there's no fucking yeah. Mm-hmm. If there is a Video. This is like there's something going on here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I saw that video. I was like, I was gonna immediately tweet at Bill, like, "Hey, there's always room at eight four, but <laughs> there's not. Not yeah. for fucking liars. Not for, <laughs> <laughs> not for liars. Oh, not for guys that yeah are an hour early to the party to their own party. Um, wow, Bill. Oh, but yeah, it was wow. good. it was fun. We, we 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 joke with Bill because we love Bill. Yeah. Uh, so Nintendo also announced their fiscal year results. Um, Pretty good. They're back in black. Yeah. They sold more 3DS software than they expected. A little bit less than almost everything else, but pretty close on Wii U software. 25 million 3DS hardware at about 9 million, which is about what they projected. Uh, Wii U hardware 3.4. They predicted 3.6. Um, some big sellers Mario Kart 8, 5 million. Smash Brothers, ten million. Boom. And that's uh, about seven million 3DS and well, a little yeah, three and a half Wii U. Hmm. Majora's Mask, 3D, two million. Boom. Wow, that is big. Uh, and Good then Tomodachi Life, uh, two point three one million. 
And the spread on that in the next page, if you see. Well, so the, 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 this spread, though, this is just the period of April 14th to March 15th. So it had been out in Japan for a long time, right? Oh, okay. So, the, yeah, the, the numbers that you're looking at here, I have it only as uh, 100,000 in Japan and like 2 million, 2.2 million in the West. Uh, but that's great. Like, Still pretty crazy yeah, that yeah. it sold that much in America. Uh, that's great. I was not expecting in that. In Europe. Um. Launch schedule of games. Uh, Yokai Watch is still down TBD. New Fire Emblem 2016. Is that not out in yet at all? No. Not even the first one? Nope. Devil's Third shit. still TBD. Uh, Legend of Zelda TBD. Interesting that they didn't just say 2016 there. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Um, no. Star Fox, temporary name, 2015 still. That's, wow, really? That's a good sign. Shin Megami Tensei, uh, winter 2015. Um, I, so, I assume... E3 is going to be all about Zelda and Star Fox. No Zelda. No Zelda. They've already said there's going to be no Zelda. So it'll be Star Fox. Get the fuck out. It's not on Wii U anymore. I'm calling it right now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think they might have said it's going to be on Wii U, but it's a question of will it be only on Wii U? That's the big popular bet right now is that it will be on Wii U. If they're not showcasing the the fuck out of that this show, I'm telling you it is not going to be on Wii U. Or at least not leading. Their answer is, you know, next E3 is basically they'll have it profiled before next e3 they don't want to they don't want to uh steal the thunder from this fall's lineup when it's not going to come out this fall right so why show it a year ahead of time because they already showed it so is what you're saying though Mm. is that this would have been the fucking let's take the lid off a bit and give you a peep in but if they're not doing that that is not a good sign but effectively what you're saying i think is either zelda's not coming out in 2016 or that the nx is coming out in 2016 which is it I don't know. Maybe they've decided to punt that thing, and I don't know. We'll see. But mm. that's not a good sign for people who are looking forward to that game soon on their Wii U's. Let's just well, say that it's not. I mean, yeah, they've already said it's it's next year's now. So um, the question is, uh, when is NX coming out? And uh, 2017. But what, what do they say when they announce that thing? Did they say in time? They said they're not going to talk about no. it until next year. Yeah. I think they next said they're, they reconfirmed they're not talking about it at this E3. And that the only reason they mentioned it was because people are like, oh, are you not making hardware anymore when they announced their mobile games? Um, but what is coming out this year uh, is their membership service, uh, Nintendo's membership service. Yeah. I, for one, am very excited about that. Wii U, 3DS, PC, do, smart devices, NX. Same one membership. You can't be nearly as much of a fuck up as what they got going now, man. Yep. Integrated membership service. Uh, Let's see. They're going to announce the details later, but the high-level idea is the consumer can access multiple devices using one common ID. And they, they said something about uh, being. It, it'll also have like the rewards program built into it, right? Yeah, yeah. which yep. is great. That's that's something that should have been done. A long that was time so ago. annoying. Various services, including ones based on their past purchases and gameplay records, as well as services that will be an approved version of the current loyalty program. Loyalty program. Yeah, that's what they're um, yeah. So. Good, good for that. Um, not a, also not a surprise. I think when they canceled the old one, they they got to get something up uh, ASAP. Basically, right? Mm. Um, and yeah, likely this fall is uh, what it's announced. So that that Another sounds story. like likely for E3, right? Probably. Yeah, maybe they would show that there. I don't yeah. know. That'd be that'd be that'll be interesting. Um, hopefully, E3 is only like a month away. You might not see what it looks like because you don't see like a lot of the online things until. They're like just finished, but maybe they'll talk about yeah. what you will see. And E3 is damn close. I think I might hear a little. What is that in the distance? Do I hear what? What? It's almost so. So it's like almost hear it coming over the horizon. Um, 
That is fucking close, man. It's like a month from now? Yeah. Four weeks. Um, but, yes, as we said, no news on NX there. They reconfirmed that. Boom. So, um, But some little tidbits about the next Nintendo console did come out out of their recent investor QA. One thing being that they are... I forget what the phrase was translated as. Something like looking positively upon <laughs> the idea of not region locking the next system. Yeah. Um, which uh, I thought was good news for uh, us that live here in Japan or into Japanese games uh, particularly. Or into right. American games but live in Japan. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, a couple other little tidbits came out. About five phone games possible by March 2017. Any IP, 17. all the IP. So yeah, they they say that the first one's going to be coming out within this year, but I think I think that means this fiscal year. Yeah, Nintendo plans to release approximately five phone games by March 2017, uh, and none of the uh, their IP is off limits. And and so yeah, they're not, it's not going to be like a glut of games. Right. It's it's like how many games come out for Wii U from Nintendo in a year? You know, it sounds like yeah. they're just treating it like a real system. That's good though. I like that they're putting a lot of thought into it. Uh, there won't be any three. If anyone can do good mobile games, it's Nintendo. But the thing, well, Nintendo and DNA, don't forget. So. DNA. Well, Nintendo's got their fingers in the pie. They, they, well, supposedly, yeah, that's the idea. Nintendo's making the games, DNA's just doing the infrastructure, but um, we'll see. We we'll shall see. see. Uh, Amiibos are certainly doing all right. Um, they announced 10.5 million of them have sold worldwide. They're still not sure how to fix the supply problem. Make um, more. <laughs> Try making more. Yeah. I uh, think that. That's not Nintendo's way, though, man. They like yeah. to keep it hot. It might be a little yeah, more complicated than that. I'm Could not be. sure. Um, it's hard be. to say. But, They've been through uh, this quite a bit in the past. You'd think that, yeah. you know. They do have a, a breakdown of the worldwide sales, which are interesting. Uh, 11% only to Japan, 66% to North America, yeah. 20% to Amiibos in America are to Yokai Watch medals in Japan. People, They're just people impossible are just weird about Amiibos. I don't um, have any, and I'm afraid to start. But then there's like all this shit now that you need Amiibos to do, and I'm just like, eh, I just don't want to have anything to do with this <laughs> yeah. shit, so I don't have any. Once you start, you got you see John's thing, collection right? yeah. back there, right? There's just Amazon John's packages will just show up. No, yeah, well, he is. John's gone for two months. I can unlock melt them down into a giant ball and send it to him. No, I'm sure that there will be packages arriving for John. Yeah, mm. while he's here, while he's there, rather, he can get to Amazon. John's just there. Well, we we, we, we like whenever Mark or John leaves, we like build a box tower and we kind of see how big they can get. <laughs> Uh, they said Nintendo uh, to get new rides and attractions at Universal theme parks. So yeah. th- this happened yeah. after our last yeah. podcast. Okay. Um, so yeah, working with Universal uh, theme parks to create spectacular experiences based on Nintendo's wildly popular games, finally. character world. Really? Yeah. No, this need they needed to have a Nintendo Land for like. Ah, uh, you want real life Nintendo Land? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so do I. would you? Want, so does lots of people. Yeah. Do you want any kind of digital? video game component to this or is it only real I think world it kind of has to be stuff. a little bit of both like I mm-hmm. think when one thing I was thinking like you could maybe get on a Yoshi and ride around on a Yoshi and make the kids ride look at a sliding turtle shell sliding around bumping into people well yeah I mean all those kind of ideas are, are naturals but I mean aren't those just like is there no more video gamey type I don't think they have to experience? be I don't think they have to so be so this is just gonna really? be like whatever like same like 
It's just like you want to. What these rides are for are like putting you in that world and kind of getting the. But the best I bet you there'll be, there'll be stuff where you like jump on and smash dudes. And, yeah. You know, there'll be stuff where they like mix physical with gaming. The best ones I feel sure. like take whatever the original DNA is of the thing. I mean, even like you know the Terminator and Back to the Future and Resident Evil kind of theme park experiences. Mm-hmm. A lot of them do incorporate some kind of like video game and i'm sure there will be just like the turtle ride or whatever yeah. but i would think the nintendo guys would Going want to a zelda dungeon with the music going something fucking rad. yeah that would be pretty, cool pretty awesome stuff. yeah and, and how long is it this is a, I, what i wonder is is this like a, a dipping a toe into the water of an eventual Nintendo theme park. Nintendo Disney. Oh, I kind of thought if they were going to do it, they were going to go deep into it like that. I was actually kind of surprised that they're like first, sliding like, in but here. But this is what yeah. they're doing with cell phones. This is what they're doing with what they did with online, right? Nintendo is very like, oh, oh, okay, like, I check th- it out. And then 10 mm. years later, maybe we'll do kind of the, like the next thing. I'm sure they're like nervous because there was like a big uh, amusement park boom here in Japan mm-hmm. um, a long, long time ago. And like, most of them died no, out. Like and derelict. Well, that was kind of before the, <coughs> the big crash, right? Like yeah. During the 80s. Like so I think people are pretty, like, not really... But, I mean, Disney World is making some money. Well, so is yeah. So is Universal. I feel like Nintendo doesn't have the same effect that Disney does on people. Well, really? they, they could. Disney is literally uh, mind control. Sarah, have you seen Amiibos? Yeah. <laughs> okay, have you seen Frozen? Yeah, okay. It's more true. than Amiibos. Yeah. No, that's true, and so it would not be anything on the scale of a Disney World, but... But like it could be, it has the potential like to be. End up like a Nickelodeon doing world, something. Wow. There is a no- Nickelodeon world. Exactly. Damn. Wow. Damn. Well, I, mean, I wouldn't necessarily know. I want to get. <laughs> I always wanted to get slimed when I was there. Yeah. <laughs> we can. Uh, we can arrange that, JJ. That's yeah. <laughs> Um, Sega laments quote weak. Sega unquote, laments everything. <laughs> okay, I lament Sega. Okay, Sega <laughs> doesn't even fucking get in line to lament. You yeah. are being lamented. Yeah, you don't get to lament. The slow. We lament. I met a guy. Corpse. I met a guy this weekend who was a Sega arcade guy, and I was like, they still have an you arcade division. Bastard. Like, yeah, I know. That's still a thing. Yeah, I know. He's like, yeah, I'm an AM2. I'm like, so what the fuck do you people produce? Like, <laughs> That's I, an Amico. <laughs> Yeah. There's a sound of a gunshot going off right now through my brain. <laughs> Every once in a while, I will see a, like an arcade shooting game that I've never heard of that looks relatively like from the last three or four yeah. years in Japan. Yeah, which I'm like, I saw oh, a mech one weird. that was pretty good. It was, I think it was a Sega. Like, it was like pretty badass, like Gundam game. Oh well, yeah, the Gundam games are, are pretty big, but They're like uh, event games now. It has to be like yeah. a like a stand up amusement, something you could do on a date kind of thing right. in general. But um anyway, this is just a story about how uh Alien fall. Isolation sold two million, but apparently that wasn't yeah, it's fucking crazy, good, right? which is crazy to me. Um it's like highlighted as it must melt bad uh, Sonic Ooh, Boom is mentioned in there somewhere. Sonic Boom in the Rise of Lyric. Oh, Sonic yeah. Boom. Sonic Boom, oh, indeed. I would Sonic wish Sonic Boom. Boom. Sonic Boom are my worst enemies. And I would force them to Shattered play Crystal it. Crystal selling <laughs> yeah. combined 620,000 units. Lowest selling major Sonic titles in the series long history. That's very sad. There is a goal. Now they deserve yeah. it. <laughs> there you go. Um... Rainbow Six, The Division, uh, sorry, The Division and Rainbow Six Siege both delayed to next year. Not too so surprised, yeah, 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 on either of those. those um, games this is where people throw out the trash before E3, and basically these kind of announcements happen yeah. before the uh, hype train comes rolling. <laughs> rolling through, rolling down the meadow. Wasn't Ubisoft 
having a big press conference or some sort of buzz about something big going on. Bethesda is having a press yeah. conference. Yeah. yeah. Square Enix is having a press conference at the same time yeah. as, I think, Nintendo's. Really? Yeah, there's good. like two at the same good. time. Yeah, good. Good. Not going to work good out job, good for guys. Square Enix. Yeah, exactly. You had one job. Um, <laughs> I mean, granted, there are a lot of press conferences this year. We yeah. mentioned... Yeah. There's PC a, has its own yeah, press PC conference, conference. Uh, PC? this year. Yeah, yeah, that's right. PC Gaming uh, has PC its own press conference. It's the, coming for it's us like all. The Volver, <laughs> no one is safe. and all those guys. Yeah, yeah Cliffy B will be there. They're yeah. binding together. Um, Back in see. his home of PC land. <laughs> uh, Cliff Blazinski, Dean Hall, Blizzard, Square Enix, Devolver, Bohemia Interactive. Blizzard uh, being there is a big thing, I think. Like yeah. the fact that Blizzard is showing up is kind of means you got to take it seriously. Yeah. No, I mean, hell, man, this, this totally makes sense. You know, um, mm-hmm. yeah. they, they don't have a, they're not a, they don't have a first party. So, like, to show their prominence, it right. makes sense to remind people, like, hey, here's all the good shit that's coming out and gonna be best on PC this year. It's just there's no Microsoft. There's no like one concentrated company right. besides arguably Valve and Steam yeah. and those guys yeah. will never you know do something like this do you reckon they're going to have uh, the Vive at uh, E3 the Vive the Vive they must oh the Vive the Vive the Vive the Vive the Vive as we've been calling it the, the Vive. Sous-vide. the Vive I don't even so know I don't know I don't know actually okay. I don't know All right, I, I, I just thought it was the Vive I think but the Valve VR Vive was due when they announced it at yeah. GDC they yes. said dev kits were coming out in the spring and it was going right. to ship this holiday correct this Holiday, yeah, yeah, yeah. which would mean E3 should be all about that thing, right? But uh, Valve doesn't typically do a big thing at E3, but I bet they Maybe will they'll have it at this the international. E3 because yeah, this is a new product. I mean, they're not big on hardware usually, so they are now, um, right. and we'll see. I mean, I, technically, I guess it's but H- I think HTC's a, yeah, thing. HTC. Maybe they would. But show, is it, there a C? Right, right, this is going to be HTC's presence at right. E3. But I mean, this is this is the fucking first no, yeah, wave right. yeah. of like some serious shit. Like I got to play with the the Vive at GDC, and it was I about a thirty minute demo. Yeah, Bye. and I, I mean, I was moved yes. to tears. Yeah. Like, let's just put it out there. I was not afraid. Yeah, was Frankie Angel. I saw the future and I fucking freaked out. As a longtime game creator, I was like, "This is gonna fucking change everything." Like, this is crazy shit, USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah and you've seen, you've seen. You, well, obviously, you have a, a, a dev kit too. I've done the Valve stuff. I've done the Morpheus stuff. The Vive stuff is is like. Yeah, it's the, real, it's the leading the edge, field. man. It is some yep. serious shit. I mean, I was like, this is going to change not just games, education, entertainment, movies. I mean, it's everything. I mean, Have you tried uh, Microsoft's Art. AR thing yet? No, and uh, Yamachan said you didn't like it, but I was like, he couldn't have played it. Did I didn't try it? it, no. No, okay. Yeah. He was under the, the impression that you did, but I, nope. I was like, no. Nope. No, nope. couldn't the, get into The Verge it. slammed it after trying it. Yeah. I read a lot of really glowing... A lot it. of people, like, uh, one thing that people talk about, though, is that the view of what you're seeing is limited to a very small, it's like Square, looking, yeah. like, I've heard people describe it as, like, a rearview mirror, kind of, and it's like, it breaks the illusion constantly when you're seeing outside of mm. the, because it's just the glasses, right? Right, right, right. Um, and also some of the demo videos, like what they do with showing blacks and stuff like that. I don't know all the details, but like, but yeah, I mean, because when you see the stuff on the demos where they have like the special cameras and stuff set up to demonstrate how it's supposed to look, it does look pretty cool. Um, but I've heard- regardless where that's at, I mean, I've I've gotten a bunch of arguments. People are like, oh, you know, VR, yeah, it's cool, it's not going to take off. Right. I'm just like you're a fucking idiot. You are a fucking well, I, idiot. This I don't shit is so powerful. Think anybody doesn't believe that it's going to take off. It's a matter of like in that Vive demo, you were in a dedicated room by yourself 
uh, well, you had another person, but you were in a dedicated room, which not everybody has in their house. But it wasn't right? that big. But that's, wearing a thing. That's and how so, it can start, though. The right? question is right. So the question is not, and I and uh, people listen to this podcast. I am like huge, huge, hugely on board. But I think the legitimate argument from the other side is: at what point does it become a mass market thing? I don't think anybody questions that when you can put on a pair of regular glasses or contacts or whatever, and it's just happening, that that's, there's no question to it. But, but everyone's got PCs. I mean, even if you can't get up and walk around the room, which is ideal, I mean, you got room, you find room for a big Well, there, there are places already starting to be is, set up to be like VR places where you can go and experience all this without having to buy all the equipment and have the room and all right. that stuff. Well, we're, we're, we're taking think, your room at 17-bit uh, to really? the VR room because that shit is happening. Well, that's, yeah. I think, I think that's how it's going to start is those big things and then maybe you'll have people I think who buy one, them one the key homes. thing too is like with the with the oculus um and, and i'm assuming with the morpheus too like they're kind of meant to be a little bit more stationary like you're kind yeah. of meant to kind of sit in your chair yep. and kind of do your thing yep the vibe does really encourage you walking around the room being a part of the whole kind of experience yeah but the fact that you don't need i hate to say this the chaperone because they fucking have that chaperone system built in right right it kind of changes everything you don't need to have someone watching over to you to make sure you don't smack something out of the way right or, right you know or like walk into a wall or whatever because you just know like the whole the whole time i was doing the demos the guy was like okay you're gonna you're you know you're getting close i'm like i know i can see it like it right, kinda does right. that little weird kind of hint that yeah. the wall's there and it's right. just so so well done that's crazy. Really so smart. impressive yeah, i'm and just super so, excited like, for that whole thing i mean and the funny thing is you know i didn't even realize this at the time but all the demos i did they none of them were like action games like mm-hmm. what you would expect from this sort of thing like this crazy you know fucking right vr right. combat whatever they were all like super low-key mellow like artistic kind of like a creative well, it's stuff what they started talking it's what they've been talking about which is like nobody really knows exactly what is, exactly is going to be best we're such early days in mm. vr stuff but that what they're finding is that like being in a room like experiences where you're not moving a ton through landscapes you're not like a first person shooter where right. you just grafted you're running into around VR everywhere. or existing genre into VR it's actually a new thing and a lot of it is like where you're in a limited environment and but I think they had even limited expression environment right like if I was in a little helicopter or something like that like the right. Far Cry 4 helicopter I love that little chopper thing mm-hmm. that would be a perfect game for mm-hmm. VR because right. you can kind of move around you, you might look get everywhere. sick as a yeah. dog though if you're flying around in a little helicopter I think that's a, like a real legitimate problem yeah maybe things like know. that I will say that with the tracking being so fucking absolute yeah and the latency being so low and the frame rate so high that I, I mean after 30 minutes normally with a Vi you know with some of the earlier uh, Oculus Rift stuff and things right. like that after 10, 20, 30 minutes, you're kind of like, all right, like, I'm good. You oh, know? yeah, before like, take this that, thing off my head. after like five minutes. Yeah, but the Vive, I was in there for 30 minutes solid, and when he took it off, I just was like, no, don't take it away from yeah. me. Please, yep, me God, too. whatever you do. I was like begging for him not to end the demo. <laughs> yeah, like the difference between it for me was putting it on. I, did, I wasn't thinking about, oh, okay, I'm wearing the headset, and now I'm moving it left and right and whatever. It was just, I was like thinking about the stuff I was seeing and whatever, because it just... The the, uh, the latency and the resolution and all that was such that I could finally like pretty much just forget about the rest of the stuff. I had and to that, think that stuff I'll all you know in the next year or two will just kind of compound and be way better than yeah. I mean it, it will. It, like, that's, yeah, that's not a last few years. Yeah, well, I mean the one thing I had to think about every once in a while was the wires, and it's like okay, like the demo. You know, even the controllers had wires. Those won't have wires in the final thing, but like you had to think, stop and think every once in a while. Okay, I need to get like resituated into the center of the room, and that was because you were doing like a sampler of different demos right. but and i have to also think how am i going to not trip on these wires as i get back so i've already yeah. like calculated the whole 
like where the wire is going to go up to the thing. Nice. It's going like, to be yep. a bungee thing. It's going to like follow me around. Like I've got like this is happening. Like this is no this one is can make this not happen for me. Like I'm going to have my holodeck, and you can't take it away from me. Um, so in other VR news. Um, I'm sure Oculus is going to be at E3 in a big way, yes. and they've been teasing about their price, which they're saying is not going to be much more than the uh, what is the the Galaxy one called? It's going to be a little it's bit more expensive. The Gear VR, which is 200 bucks, so 299, 399, maybe 299, maybe less than that. If you say a little bit more expensive, yeah, 299 is the most I could think about that. And then also they said Affordable. the release date is going to be first quarter of 2016. So that uh, competition the competition is good for these yeah. kind of things. Yeah, um, no, these guys are really going like, to each other. The yeah. thing, the thing about VR is that, and I, I hate to take it there here, but like the sex industry alone will make sure <laughs> that VR survives. It'll be the Betamax uh, VHS thing all yeah. over again. No, I mean, who's going to do the porn games first will be the winner. Oh, I mean, Japan. So another thing, <laughs> actually, so speaking of VR, the, I went to that Nico Nico Chokaigi yeah. uh, like meetup the other day for like Japanese YouTube kind of thing, and I tweeted about this, but um, people should, should check it out if they want to see actual pictures of this stuff because this stuff is crazy, but like Palmer Lucky, when he was here for Unite talked Palmer about Lucky. yes, um, you know who Palmer. Lucky I know, is. yes, just, um, friend of the show, friend of the show. Uh, talked about that the Japanese VR creators were really into like hardware accessories, all kinds of weird, different hardware accessories, and like sure weird. enough, yes, sure enough, at this thing there was first of all there was like a broomstick that you could get on and pretend to basically be Kiki. Oh, that's Kiki's awesome. delivery service. Oh, yeah. There was um, the uh, the kite glider from Nausicaa. I don't know what no. you would describe. Oh, yes. Wow. Yes. And there was even a little stuffed animal like taped to the side <laughs> of it. Of course. There was that. There was um, these one game it was not really an accessory but they just had a bed there like a giant queen size bed and girls were getting into it two at a time both wearing headsets and both of them you would lie down you couldn't take you weren't supposed to take pictures of any of this um, yeah. but you and you lie down opposite each other and both of you see like this like popular like anime boy basically right. so you're, like, yeah. waking up in bed like next to you know the, the anime Why boy. Why does there need to be another person there? Because you kind because of the feel their presence. Is moving presence. around and their oh head my is God, moving around. No. Yes. Yeah. So you think about that one for a little that's, while. That's and, like you can weird. Your mind can go into bending. weird places where this is going to go. You know, I got a chance. Uh, <laughs> I love how Jake's shaking his head. Like, I don't know if I talked about it, but I got, to, I got I a chance at the at Oculus's offices over at GDC to see the the thing they showed at the Cannes Film Festival. Okay. Yeah. Am I pronouncing that right? Cannes. 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 It was a thing that a bunch of ex-Pixar guys had left Pixar to make this sort of, you know, they're like... It sounds like a really exciting time. I mean, <clears throat> the way this was presented to me was that they film is like an established language, right? Like yes. people understand everything, like cuts and composition and fucking timing. Like there's all these great directors over the last, you know, 100 years, whatever. VR is like in its infancy. Yes. And so in designing a VR cinematic experience, like it's a whole new language that has to be developed. So all these guys that are at Pixar, like this was, you know, Pixar is obviously fucking cutting edge you know like yeah, the best of the best super top shit but they're working in, in kind of an established right f- medium you know right. like they're they're making some new hair shaders that are even better than ever and like yeah. you know they've got subsurface scattering on the nose I even capillaries say it's that. i mean i would say cg movies is still like relatively young but but it's nothing vr is absolutely because the wild all the West. language of like hmm. how do you cut 
how do you right, right, how right. do you fucking focus on something? Right. You know? Right. When there's when there's three hundred and sixty degrees or is yeah, it more all when that you're stuff needs to be figured out. I mean, even if you just think about Mario sixty four or the right. original Super Mario Brothers, like how you get on and off a ladder or you right. know right. like these kind of things. So it's, it's that time goes. for yeah. VR. It's yep. it's yeah. that time of like it's super exciting for these people to be going into work every day and be like Yeah. The decisions we make now might feed future generations. I mean, this is like a yeah, fucking yeah. crazy time. You know, yep. like, this is really cool shit. And so these guys, they, they did this interactive film thing. It's kind of this Iron Giant sort of mm-hmm. thing where you're just in the woods at night. And I got to, to do it. And they, they, apparently they showed it at Cannes. And uh, it was really well received. It was like really fucking cool. And so yeah. I got to see yeah. it. And it's like, it's a great sketch or like a template of what we can expect to see from this kind of stuff. Like, you know, was it Spielberg and uh, James Cameron and mm-hmm. Ridley Scott all just announced they were all doing VR content for... Uh, really? They're working on stuff, and it's all kind of for short. Who? For VR. I mean, for who, though? Like, f- Oculus? For, they just said for, for VR. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think they were specific. Um, <laughs> but the idea being that it's a short form, it's short form entertainment that's not, you know, the two-hour sort of sit down and do this thing. Right, right. It's like a five or ten minute kind of, like, really intense, yeah. you know, limited experience. So right. I got to try the first one they did, and, I mean, I was... You don't really do much. You kind of just hang out, and you're like in the woods at night, yeah. and stuff's kind of going on around you, mm-hmm. and you're freaking out because it's right. really threatening and it's really close and it's like it's dangerous feeling. You know, yeah, like there's you so many there. different kinds of. You could just huh. we talked about this before on the podcast, but you could have a, a quote unquote game. They call it VR experience. I don't know what you call it, but you could have something where you're just there while something crazy yeah, is going on. And that's on. exactly what it is. You're just there where crazy you're shit is going on all around That's an interesting parallel because the first movie that was ever shown to a public was a train coming to a station. And, and everyone freaked out. And everybody thought the yeah. train was going to come out of the screen. <laughs> uh, and they'd like freaked out. And that's kind of what's happening now is like you can't help, these very but, simple yeah. movies that are just there for you to look at. But you can't help but flinch. I mean, yeah, your body right. is all but convinced that you are there and that you need to get the fuck out of right. there right now. Now you, you really actually feel like you've got to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's super visceral, right? That's one of the they things. Have a, like, they have a really good thing. Oculus has a really cool uh, video kind of talking about their whole group there. If you just go to the Oculus, I don't know what the page is, but like there's Oculus, Oculus Rift. On their page, they have a link to this. It's called the Story Studio. And so it's this whole team dedicated to this kind of, hmm. you know, this... Generating this about future this media kind of stuff, stuff. And yeah, so they yeah. do, they're working on these shorts They show some sketches of the next one it looks like it's a bullfighting thing mm. And I bet you it's pants-shittingly terrifying yeah. <laughs> I bet you it's fucking awesome Right, yeah Because the dinosaur uh, They had one of them was just like You're in this kind of They have like all these demos for the, for the Crescent I've Bay seen They're, they're all impressive about, Every yeah. single one of them is impressive But the one that really like Freaks you out is You're in this museum at night And there's like a big Tyrannosaurus Rex skull Like in this glass box You know, you're kind of like Okay, cool You know, you're looking at it, whatever and then you just hear this boom, boom, right. boom, and you look up, and around the corner, there's like this thirty foot tall Tyrannosaurus Rex comes around the corner, beads in on you, and just starts fucking beelining for you. Feathers oh or God. no feathers? No feathers. <laughs> and just no goddamn. I mean, feathers. you can't you can't help but your taint just tightens. You know, you're just like ee! like your brain. This little part of your brain back here is just like get the fuck out of here right now. Yep. Like this is bad. I don't know what's going on. Get the fuck out of here. And you're fighting it, and like I almost like. I know it's not real. I right. totally know yeah. it's not real. But like you're, you're, you know, you want to take the glasses off and just peek. You're like, I know I'm in a room with a bunch of dudes <laughs> right, and a right. computer. Like this is not Everybody real. Is being fooled, yeah, but your brain's like, get the fuck way. out yeah, now. Exactly. Like I don't care what <laughs> other input is coming in. Get yeah. the fuck out of here right now. Yep. 
Yep. It's it's amazing. It's you a know? little really part of your brain. It's a totally and he stops, kind of like ah, yells at you and spits oh right out of his mouth, and you're like blinking because yeah, yeah, yeah. like, the spits like in a It sounds like face. you need to sound a waiver to do it. Like this is heart attack, <laughs> like lawsuit city it's right not, now. Yeah, it's not for the weak of heart. You I can mean, imagine. Wow. I mean, and this is like fun, family friendly, very safe demo environment, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you can imagine kind of shit i mean the haunted houses of the future like friday the 13th like you take the 80s movie friday the 13th and put yourself actually into that shit and like it looks campy and haha funny and whatever now i played you would be like literally shitting your pants (laughs) i played played alien isolation at e3 last year on the crescent bay yeah yeah yeah. and that was one of the worst experiences of my whole life (laughs) i will never fucking play a horror game in vr again yeah just no fucking i literally was so so did you scream like sad. a little? I screamed like a girl. Yeah. I ripped the thing off my head. I was like, nope, nope, I'm nope. I'm only sad that nope. PT got canned before yeah. they could make the wow. VR version Fuck of PT. How Pour one out. damn amazing Fuck for that. PT. Pour one out. Um, anyway, back back to news. We should get back to news. Um, yeah. And a VR talk. Um, Titanfall 2, not expected before April 2016, says EA. Uh, Sega. God bless their souls, who we were talking about earlier. They're not having a booth at E3 this year, so you wow. don't have to worry about... Really we pour one out for them, too. That. that. Uh, PlayStation poured out already. PlayStation will not be at Gamescom. Because um, they're doing their own thing. No, well, they're do, they do their own thing in, uh, in December, but um, apparently Paris Games Week, public-wise, is the second most attended game expo wow. in the world after Gamescom, says a Frenchman. <laughs> Uh, according to Does the Frenchman, Frenchman who gathers our news. Oh. Um, but they said that they're doing that in, is that October? Yeah, yes. uh, Paris Games Week in October instead. And honestly, like I think the, the one thing, the one way I think that this could make sense is that E3 is late this year and Gamescom is early. Yeah. I think there's yeah. literally six weeks maybe between the two of them. It's kind of crazy. That's tough. It's kind of weird. Um, so we were talking before about the Bethesda uh, press conference. Some leaks happening. Um, Fallout 4 trailer, apparently, uh, is happening from uh, Guillermo del Toro's studio. Um, and some guy got Miranda fired. Studios. Yeah. So mm-hmm. LinkedIn... Oh, guy got fired? Oh, I don't know, but he... I mean, come yeah. on. Well, he was on LinkedIn come on. already, yeah. trying come to get on. a job. Brooklyn, yeah. Well, the, the funny part is... Come on. The funny part is, Destructoid, I guess, found this and broke the story. And they contacted them and are like, oh, no, yeah, see, you had to pull that story down because it's breaking an NDA. And Destructoid's like, yeah, that's great, except that we didn't sign an NDA. And you just fucking confirmed the story. Like, thank you very much. Thanks, Click. Yeah, Oops. exactly. Um, Oopsies. Yeah. So Fallout 4 is a thing. It's going to be at E3. As Surprise. if we didn't know it was coming, but still, I'm, yeah. I'm happy. Well, no, yeah. I'm surprised they went with Fallout over another Elder. Brawls. Oh, but we knew this was happening. They, 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 they layer them. They yeah, yeah. It's, it's taking turns. Like Fall through is one of my favorite games of all time. Yes, and who do you have to thank for that? Bethesda. Was that you? <laughs> Maybe it was the guy who fucking bought the game, put it in your apartment, said, <laughs> play this game while I was asleep, and That's then you right. woke up the next day, and you're like, oh my god, I was out on the tundra, and then this happened, and then you're like a ten-year-old, like, and then, and then, and then the guy went, and then this happened, and then I found the guy, and then he had a bomb, and then and then the bandits came, and then blah, 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 and I'm like, yes, Jake, I know, that's great, I know, you really, really like the game, right? You are just feeling. Dead Space Totes and adorbs. Fallout 3. I got I was in the, your apartment yes. in Space, Santa Monica, and, and you're both like, yeah, what is this crap, this is crap, whatever, whatever, I don't like these games, these are Western games, this is garbage. And then you came out of it. Those are both fucking awesome games. I wasn't as into Dead Space. Fallout Three definitely one of my one of my top games. Mm. Very anyway. very big experience. 
Um, Destiny. Da, 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 da. This week in Destiny news. Unfortunately, there's not as much to talk about. Like there will be oh. next show oh, when gosh. we have our Destiny oh. spectacular. Oh, the I, Destiny I special. Like that, I think every hey, guess what? You, none of you have to fucking show up. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Show up. It'll be, fine. The, it'll be I'll marked by himself. People. No, I'll bring people here who fucking play Destiny. Oh, That's cool. Fuck. Don't show up next week. If you're gonna. That goes you're gonna for line. that goes for the subscribers Don't show to the podcast fuck up. as well. That uh, does. In fact, it does. Don't fucking download it. <laughs> guess what? If you don't want to hear Destiny about Destiny, just don't even download podcast next week um, because we're going to be talking about House of Wolves which comes out on Tuesday JJ make the House of Wolves uh, howling noise there you go um, and uh, I've seen the depths of depravity this gentleman right here yeah like, going to his house late at night and he's just like replaying the same bit I just like, do my fucking bounties dude it's not a big yeah, deal yeah, um, anyway more than 20 million people can't be wrong right um, I love that the angle to this story is um, Destiny Register Players increases to 20 million while average playtime drops while that is true yeah. What that is based on is a quote that used to say, their last quote was that people are playing, quote, more than three hours a day. And now the new quote is people are playing, quote, about three hours a day. So that's still kind of nuts. On the decline. That's <laughs> active players averaging three hours a day, which I don't even fucking average near that. I average a half hour, maybe, if that. You um, still play every day, though? Uh, no, I'd say Pretty much. four times a week, though. Pretty wow. good. Wow. Yeah. That's. Got to got to get ready. Got to get ready, man. House of Wolves comes out. You got to power up. There's a reason mm. to be powering up your stuff yeah. is the problem mm-hmm. and the great thing both at the same time. <laughs> uh, because when they revealed the stuff recently, it was basically like, yep, there's no getting off the treadmill. You need to grind more stuff. You just got to keep going. Speaking of just keeping going, Jake, have your kids fallen to Disney Infinity Fever? Have you I don't, I had them, them taste the sweet no. nectar? No. Nectar. What okay, games are your smart. kids playing these days? I don't let my kids play games. Really? Yeah. What? Even your game? They don't. Yeah, I mean, like they don't want to play games. Them. You play games with them. You play like Mario. Kart We played with some them. Mario Kart, but like I just, I feel like it's not like we live in a beautiful part of the world. There's bugs to catch. There's frogs to catch. There's rivers to swim in. There's like tons of woods. Yeah, but and you stuff. can't do that. Like, we play like Legos all day. We draw yeah. pictures together. Like, I what just, are you going to do when it's raining? Like, I'm a, my wife and I are both designers, and I want them to think as designers. And like having them like constantly cranking on new Lego ships and like cra- making crazy drawings and stuff is better. Yeah, than... There's nothing wrong yeah. with all that. That stuff's all great. But well, how is that any kind of? You sound like like my grandpa or yeah. something. Where it's like they will get into oh, it. Go outside. They they'll get into it. There's rivers out there. Bugs and fun. Let's make a camp. Yeah. How are you playing video games? Their father is a fucking hopeless idiot, and it's going to yeah. happen sooner and later. Yeah. But I don't, I don't. There's oh, no I rush. Get there's no rush. It, absolutely, there's no rush. Yeah, yeah. How old are they? That's, How old are your kids? They're three and five. Oh, that's fine. Oh, yeah. Jeez, yeah. If they were like twelve, I'd be like, you let those kids do what they yeah. want. Yeah, know. By then, it'll be fine. And like, I want to. By then, it might be too late. I want to play games with them. By then, it might be too late. But the three-year-old rebel against you in video games. The three-year-old shit at games still. The five-year-old is pretty good, but then they fight. I'm just like, I don't want to hear about it. Why don't you guys both shut up and watch me play? So we do that a lot. Okay. Well, see, that's not bad. I'm just saying, there's times of the day that it's like you can't be. It's raining outside. Sometimes it's like 40 degrees outside. They watch the well. They don't have watched the the turtle and the dinosaur. The well, they don't buy Disney Infinity figures, which I think is a good thing. No, but we do watch Disney's Star Wars shit. And this Star is Wars good. is now coming to Disney Infinity. Did you yeah. know that? I don't. I, like that I said, I don't. I don't dip my toe into that okay. pool. Well, that might be a problem because your kids are going to school now. 
They're being exposed to other yeah. kids yeah. Just wait. that do not have such In Japan, all they play is fucking yokai watch. yokai watch, so that's that would be, we're good. Well, we're cool. Yokai Watch, if they come back, what if they come back and they're like playing Puzzle and Dragons? That would be the ultimate rebellion against <laughs> you. <laughs> Your kids are like, Yeah, that's yeah, when you yeah. wish you would have stepped I in. I don't let them touch their mobile games. I only play cell phone Ever. games, Dad. I'm not like you. Except for Tokoboka. Tokoboka Band is the greatest iOS. No idea what that is. Um, we play that. We play some music apps. That's about it. Other Kickstarter news Ukulele. Yuka. Um, Lately. Yuka Lately. Oh, I just spelled. got that. Really? Yeah, because yeah, you wow. were like, what the fuck? The spelling is weird. I just was like, they probably have googly eyes. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. All the puzzle pieces. I, I have to say, as a non-Banjo-Kazooie fan, when I see articles written like, oh, here's how you make a collect-a-thon, like, I'm like... That sounds fucking horrible. Like yeah. collectathon to me sounds like a slam on a game, but yeah. they're tr- this, people like these games. Banjo Kazooie was not; those were not bad games. I I would disagree personally. For me, mm. from my perspective, the art direction you can say what you like, sure. And I, and I I don't know why. I mean, because in Mario sixty four, you are on one level gathering stars or coins, but like. I don't know. Maybe it's the frequency of the thing. It's just like I don't know. Those games. I never got into those games, but. Hey, listen, they're obviously, I think it's the fastest to hit a million Kickstarter ever, including Bloodstain. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, really? That's yeah. impressive. And uh, they're doing really well. They're at about, I think, about two and a half million when you convert it over now. Um, to their credit, too, they had like footage of the game up and running. Uh, and the, the game does Which not look bad. I haven't bad. seen it yet. I've seen the character art. I haven't seen the, the video. How do you think about that character art? It's... Okay, it's you know it's, it's the British Yogi. look. It's the That's what it is. Grandia Two is being remastered for PC and Steam. This is pretty cool news. Remastered? I didn't see Gung Ho Online Entertainment announced it. Yeah. Your buddies there. Grandia is a series that needs to be brought back. That's right, because Game Arts is a subsidiary. We talked about this. before. We actually talked about so. Thexter today. Anyone familiar with Thexter oh, of course, out there? Dude, yeah. Game Arts. So there's a, there's a, a bit of a disgusting uh, similarity to Thexter, which is owned by Game Arts, which is owned by Gung Ho. Wait. Hmm. Uh, uh, Connection between what and Thexter and Galaxy. Like, oh, it's oh okay. You know, Spaceship Planner and yeah, no, nah, not really. No, nah, okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say so. Yeah, but Grandia, this is an amazing series that needs to be brought back. They and I'm glad. I'm glad it's coming one. on a PC. I do wish they were doing one first and then agree the Saturn version. Wait, wait, let's go back to remastering. What does that mean? Like um, it means more than that's a good question. It means saving or? saving the bitmats as JPEGs. And, <laughs> I don't know. Because it, it did get a little pixely, those games, when they used yeah. a combination of 3D and 2D sprites, so it's probably just the resolution is being upped. I'm guessing that's all that it is. Um, it doesn't say here in the story anything, any details about... Uh, I'm sorry, it does say include high-definition visuals, support for mouse and keyboard controls, integration with Steam achievements and trading cards, but I don't know what that means uh, yeah. exactly in terms of upgraded resolution if it's the same assets. Could be, yeah. Uh, speaking of old games coming out, Misadventures of Trombone available John on Bone. PSN. Yay, finally. That's cool. That's good news. Uh, too bad John's not here, but in honor of him we read this news. Uh, <laughs> Monster Strike is coming to Nintendo 3DS. Um, that announcement from Mixie, does it say when it's coming here? So just wait for the Mario Mario versus Monster Strike I do not see, version. yeah, the tie-in. Yeah. Fire Emblem Monster Strike, maybe. Ooh. Speaking of Fire Emblem, there's uh, again casual mode is returning to Fire Emblem if, and also there's Phoenix mode, which revives fallen units the following turn. Which I don't know. That seems that seems a little. Seems a little that's pushing, yeah. that's, that's, uh, that's like total baby mode. <laughs> Apparently, once you change a mode or difficulty, you cannot 
change it back, which is a little weird. The the one thing I did like is they're taking away weapon durability. That was kind of like Hmm. that was annoying for me. It's a lot of extra management. Yeah. Uh, that's coming out here in Japan June 25th, so wow, we'll be really talking soon. about that yeah, relatively soon. Jeez. Um, okay. Speaking of Fire Emblem, the creator is making a strategy RPG with this like um, SRGBG studio for like f- software maker yeah. middleware Dude, just thing. by himself. He was it's going to be free. Um, that's uh, Kaga Shouzo, who's I guess Shouzo. He considered the, Fire, the father of Fire Emblem series. Because he was in a bunch of the games up until he left Intelligence Systems in '99, so he was like on the older games. So there's there's your Japanese indie guy breaking off from Nintendo, yeah, making true. his own game, literally, almost literally, and not selling it. I guess yeah. apparently, although I don't know if that just means it's going to be free to play or what. But mm-hmm. um, Australian, sorry, ten percent tax on Steam transaction might be wah, coming. Wah, wah. Can't really say. Image Epic shutting down. Kind the, of sad. The CEO he filed for bankruptcy. The CEO ran sad. away. Did he? Yeah, he's oh, like so hiding. He he's disappeared. He's, yeah, he didn't kill Twitter. himself, did he? No. Well, nobody knows, but he. he wrote his money in, he's probably in the Barbados, in yeah. the place that you so. like to stay, probably. Yeah, the that'd Bahamas. be nice. By the beach. Hopefully, he's view. not dead somewhere. Um, Seventh Dragon was the game they made that I recognized. Yeah, uh, I wanted to play that. They Black, made a lot of really shitty games. Black Rock Shooter, the game. That was a good game. Um, and finally, YouTube's 10 most popular games of all time. Who wants to guess? Minecraft. Okay, that's on Minecraft. there. That's number one. <laughs> Puzzle and Dragon. What else? Puzzle and Dragon's n- number there. nine. Good job. Dark yep. Souls? Dark Souls, no. Mm. Last of Us? You're going to keep guessing until you get at least three more of these. There's some easy ones on here. Last of Us, not no. I can see the list. on so All-time YouTube. Dota. Dota 2, yes. League? Is League on there? Give us two more. League of Legends, of course, is on yes. here. It's number three, which kind of surprised me. Did somebody say Call of Duty already? And no yeah. one said Call of Duty. Oh. And it is on here, yes. And Grand Theft Auto. Uh, Grand Theft, mod, Grand Theft Auto being number two is kind of surprising to me. Yeah, yeah I, me too, right? Yeah. Um, although they did they did really smart things with um, 5 Yeah. in terms of... Um, yeah, just like like letting you play from the perspective of a cat, like the oh, right. trip stuff, and like it's open world, so streamers love that stuff because mm. different stuff happens all the time. So yeah, Gary's mod is interesting. Sims is interesting that that's still really? there. Yeah. And then Five Night at Five Nights at Freddy's. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, of course it is. Which is nuts that that is number eight on here. Everybody uh, saw that one coming. And then you have FIFA. So um, FIFA's weird FIFA, too. What? Yeah, no, actually. So have you seen? Uh, there are there is a genre of videos of people opening those like FIFA card packs in the game. No, and I don't want to know. Well, and there's <laughs> and there's this video. Uh, there's this one guy who just like goes absolute ape shit every time he unwraps a card. Isn't, like the second biggest grossing person on YouTube, like some girl that opens Disney packs. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yes. Haruki used to be into you watching those. See her? Is it the girl? You don't even see her face. There's yeah, no. You see open stuff. You her, don't. Her, her hands. Or her fat fingers and her fingernails. <laughs> what am I doing her with my life? Fingers. And then the goddamn rapper sounds that I just drives me crazy. <laughs> Yes. Oh god, those terrible sounds in the background. Uh, who wants to tell people where they can find us? Uh, you can find us at our website eight dash four jp. We have a second. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> our second home at giantbomb.com Yeah. Uh, we also have a thread on NeoGaf, uh, a, a Facebook page, and a Twitter at eight four play. Uh, at eight four play. Sorry, and mine is uh, my personal one is sbrsk. Mark MacD. Sarah Pods. Tomakuri. Kotowari. 
J-K-O-O-Z-A. Jaykuza. Jaykuza. And so you can follow 17-bit, right? 17-bit under dash score thing. <laughs> B-I-T. Underscore. Under dash score thing. I like yeah. that. 17-bit. Um, and uh, where can people tune in to hear from you? You're going to be at E3. I'll be at E3. Doing um, podcasts and things. And yeah. Things. What else is coming? I feel like there's something else coming. Bit Summit's coming right after that. Bit Summit is going to be cool this year. We also have on. a shout-out. Yep. Uh, July, yeah, so I wanted 11th, to say uh, this week, uh, two good friends of mine that were at the Tokyo Indie Fest, uh, Pixel Junk Nom Nom Galaxy is shipping That's on right. PS4 this Next week. week uh, I think. Good friends of ours, uh, the Q Games guys are all... John Davis was on the show last week. Oh, really? Yes. yes. I had uh, two weeks John yesterday. Uh, so all good friends of mine. That game looks awesome. You guys should totally check it out. And uh, D4, my good buddy, Sweary65, Nutcase, number one, uh, D4 on PC. Looks like it's a lot of fun. Have you played that game? Not yet. You should play the game. I'm going to play that game. You should try that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is coming to PC. That's true. Yes. It is coming to PC. <laughs> these, uh, these are facts. Something else I want to shout out that I almost forgot. Uh, you guys and all your interns, free labor slash slave labor, whatever it is. Slave labor. Uh, 17-bit in Kyoto is looking for slave, I mean, uh, volunteers. Yes. And or uh, associate producers. So if you're in Japan and you're looking to get into the games industry, uh, we will work you hard, but we will teach you the ropes, and it's a fun place to work. We've got a great new studio in downtown Kyoto. We're looking for someone who's uh, as close to bilingual as humanly possible. So someone who can speak English oh, and Japanese. Luck with that. As close as we can. Do you want people, if they are not bilingual but still interested? A lot of people listen to this podcast are probably here studying, or might be students, might be qualified to. If they're in the Kyoto area or they're interested in being in the Kyoto area, definitely hook us up. Uh, you can check us out at pr at 17bit.com. Okay. Send an email. Um, or, t- or, you know, t- tweet me uh, at, at Twitter, the tweets. Um, we're definitely looking for, for people to kind of help us. Uh, you know, we're almost done with this project. We need some help rounding it out. And we've got a lot of other kind of stuff going on, the PC release and a bunch right. of things. Internally, so, I could really just use some help. Um, and I'd love to kind of, you know, show you how the games industry works. So, so okay, is, this a, is this an unpaid internship, just to clarify? Uh, it would probably be an unpaid internship. It would probably cover lunches and transportation, stuff like that. Um, we are looking for... Don't get any ideas. They have lunches. Don't get any what ideas, interns. Why did you say that? JJ, put the leashes on. <laughs> put the leashes back on. Get the whip. If, if we were to come across someone uh, qualified uh, for a full-time position, that's also, that's also on the books. Uh, you did say um, you're transitioning people over here. Yeah, um, hmm. that's cool. Well, yeah, you know it. It sounds all fun and no. games to have interns, Jake. But are you? I don't know if you're ready for the responsibility. You have to change their water yeah. regularly. I've got kids they and house go to the bathroom. I can do this sometimes. They go for walks. They have to leave the office sometimes. I don't know why. To get you coffee. But sometimes they have to leave. Well, like besides it. getting the coffee, um, but we're on know. the fourth floor, so stairs are an issue. There's no elevator. But um, but so people should send like a resume and like a cover letter. And yeah. Yeah, as much as you can. PR at 17-bit. 17 underscore bit. 17 underscore. Yeah, we can reserve the bit. bit, bit com. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Or just tweet you and get in touch, and you're in kind of downtown-y Kyoto. We're correct? in downtown Kyoto, which, for the record, is a lovely place. Uh, very much in love with it. It's a lovely okay. place. Okay. I read on the internet there's a lot of old people there. I don't there know There's a lot of old people not, there. There's, uh, smells like boiled duck. <laughs> It's it's old. It's old Japan, but that's a good thing. No, yeah. You're, all you, you have to do you, is follow Jake's Twitter account, and you will get plenty of uh, of how much uh, Jake loves Kyoto and uh, and kind of the the high life that uh, that they have going on there. So, um, yeah. Any, anybody who's uh, 
you know, we've turned down for, maybe you've been turned down by us for an internship <laughs> or, you know, maybe you're not ready if you think for the A4 internship. Yeah. But seriously, if you're in that area, um, uh, send or even if you're not, email. but you'd like to be. Yeah, that's true. But you want people who are in the country. There's a lot of schools in like, Kyoto. Yeah. There's a lot of colleges down there. There's yeah, so a lot you're of a student for... or maybe you're like a teacher teaching English or you have, you have some free time to give or whatever. They'd definitely be interested in hearing from you. That would be great. Cool. All right. All right. So um, is that any other uh, housekeeping type stuff that we need to do? Or is that about it for this show? I think that's it. Okay. Well, um, let's see. Next show, we're getting close to E3. So uh, I guess next one might be the... Are we boarding the hype train? We I'm not be. sure. We'll have to check our dates. But uh, it's definitely coming... <laughs> Around bend, yeah. <laughs> if nothing else, so uh, I gotta get in touch with uh, Sh- Shamiqua and Tanya. That's I right, think. Michelle, Tamika, and Tanya. That's what you mean. Uh, who all want to ride that train? Uh, but until that time, uh, until two weeks from now, thanks everybody for coming. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, and until next time, Jake, why don't you uh, leave us with some pearl of wisdom? Oh yeah! No.
playing a trumpet solo to the theme song from Star Wars is Stacy Hedger, Miss Douglas. Miss Douglas!